for a prize for my new league A belt or a ring or a nice trophy My IDP guys went and had my back The best swag online for champs is found on Trophy Smack R-I-N-G, that spells ring Trophysmack.com has the bling Good so good I have to sing Go and check them out, they have everything I can show that I'm the master of Minecraft I'm a champion in fantasy and I won't let you forget that R-I-N-G, that spells ring Trophysmack.com has the bling Use promo code IDPGUYS at checkout for a free ring on trophysmack.com. All right. Welcome, boys and girls, to another episode of the IDP Plus podcast. And I am uh, your host, Steve Thomason, at Dynasty Santa on Twitter. And I enjoy, am joined tonight by Sean Connery it is tonight. So Sean cracks me up with your with your names that you use each time. Um, so Sean, let him know the Twitter handle. <laughs> yes. Actually, Sean T here at Sean8386 on the Twitter. <laughs> and I am running out of uh, Sean names. So yeah. <laughs> everybody's got some good ones. Throw them right. Me. Yeah, you're going to have to start digging, digging deep in the barrel pretty soon here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Matt, Matt uh, should most likely be uh, back next week. He's a busy bee uh, with work and travel right now. He's jet-setting all over the literal globe, so um, super busy. But Sean is an awesome, awesome, great co-host here. So uh, we're going we're gonna, to uh, get into – what are we on? Week 8. We're basically halfway. Um, Halloween marks pretty much – or used to at least mark the official halfway point. Now we're kind of like halfway and – 30 30.33 repeating or some shit like that <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but we made it so uh with that being said and the time you know the spooky time of the year uh for our youtube you know viewers we have a really great treat i'm gonna throw on a video here that our very own Brittany foxworth made uh, a little one minute quick short talking about some potential uh defensive trade candidates now we did actually have a handful of trades go down uh, over the past day or so, but um, these are some people that Brittany uh, thought might might do well. So I'm going to play that here. If you're audio only, you're only going to hear the creepy, cool music that she put together. But we'll talk about um, the players afterwards here. So I'm going to fire that up. Chase Young. There you go. I'll just kind of talk over here while it's playing. We got Chase Young, potential trade. Uh, Mr. Patrick Sertain. Jalen Johnson. Josuche. My guy. He's one of my guys. Ryan Burns. He's been talked about being traded forever, I feel like. All right, so those are that was a really cool little short that, that Brittany put together uh, that I just wanted to show some extra love because I thought it was really neat. Um, so, yeah, those four players, none of them have been traded yet. Um, I definitely think they were potential trades, and we still do have uh, another day here. But um, as far as trades that we have seen gone down, Leonard Williams heads to uh, the Seattle Seahawks. For, I think this was a great deal for the Giants. I mean, Leonard Williams knows spring chicken. I, I don't know his age off the top of my head here, right? But he, he's pushing 30 if he's not 
past 30 already. And they got like a second rounder plus some uh, later picks. I mean, getting a second rounder for a, a pr- aging defensive tackle, like I, I think that was a steal for the Giants. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing when I seen it. I was like, wow, that dude yeah, is a second uh, he, rounder. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blew me away. I'm like, wow, that that's that's a lot yeah. for a guy. Yeah, well, he's only 29, so he's okay. not as old yeah. as I thought. But yeah, you getting up there in football so. years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, football years are like dog years. This guy's old. Yeah. Uh, and then for the yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, hopefully that means Aziz Ojolari might be coming back. I know he's probably still got another week or two on the IR. Um, but, I mean, then that interior, they got Dexter Lawrence, and you can pretty much draw anyone next to him, and they they could give you some decent production there, both from an IDP yeah. and real football standpoint. So uh, how about IDP implications for, um, you know, for Williams and on the Seahawks side? Because, you know, it was already a little bit crowded there, I feel like, and, now it just gets worse. I know they lost to Chan Nuoso, but he was more of an outside edge rushing guy. They still have Daryl Taylor and Boy Mafe. Both had pretty good weeks, actually, this week for IDP. And on the inside, mm-hmm. Jaron Reed, Draymond Jones doing their thing on the inside. Now Leonard Williams works into the fold. Like, I'm kind of nervous now about starting any of those three. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that really muddies it up, especially on the inside there with uh, Jaron Reed and uh, Draymond Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's going to become a rotation or if somebody's going to start sitting out. Um, you think they would have got more of a, a, a pass rusher instead of an interior guy. So, yeah, I mean, he, he can kick it outside a bit, I guess. But and maybe that's their plan. Maybe maybe they kick him or uh, read outside a little bit. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm staying away from it, though, uh, for IDP. Yeah. For sure. It's going to be interesting to see how it kind of works out. And um, even just from a top level overall snap count um, perspective, it's going to be really interesting to see how he gets worked into the fold there. So, yeah, it's kind of messy there uh, for IDP purposes. Not any strong. Jared Reed was, you know, has been crushing it. Uh, yeah. He, he missed like one or two games. But outside of that, he's been like awesome, uh, especially for your DT required league. So. Yeah, um, I don't really know uh, what to say right there. I think I would still – I'd probably still bet on Reed. I think this probably hurts Draymond Jones more than anything. Maybe they kind of felt like uh, he's not giving them what they've been expecting after uh, signing the, the lucrative free agent deal. So, Because, um, I mean, I don't know how you could be, uh, you know, down on on Jaron Reed's play. Um, you know, so so I'm thinking it's a, it's a Draymond Jones uh, potential issue there. Um, let me see. I'm checking out grades really quick. Um, yeah, I mean, Jaron Reed's got a fine grade. Draymond Jones only a little bit less than him. So, yeah, really interesting move here. I think to to give up a second round pick there. I mean, uh, I guess I'm not up on their uh, their you know r- rush defense. I don't know if the rush defense has been that bad. I feel like it hasn't been anything like too horrible. I don't I don't know that I remember my you know my must start my running backs going against Seattle, but um, who knows? Right. 
Um, I think the only other major trade we had was, well, not major, but the Eagles. My bird sent uh, a defensive tackle um, over to the Falcons. So as uh, far as injuries, this is kind of a rough week from an injury perspective. Uh, we saw Grady Jarrett go down uh, with an ACL. So that's pretty much the replacement they're looking for there. Uh, I think you'll see David Onyemata and Clay Campbell ramp up their playing time. Um, even more so. I mean, they both were, were were getting decent playing time already. But Gray Jarrett was like an eighty percent, you know, defensive tackle, and which is pretty rare to find. So that that's a big uh, big loss for for Atlanta there. Um, I know you sent me the injuries. Is there anybody that was lost like major for the year? Like we had a Nuosu last week. Um, I know like Tremaine Edmonds knee injury missed basically you know, a good chunk of the game yesterday. The news that I read said he avoided major uh, knee injuries. So he might be out a few weeks, but nothing like no, like IR stint, maybe a short IR stint. We don't know that yet, but definitely not like basically he avoided season ending uh, injuries. So Jack Sanborn's going to be relevant here for a couple of weeks at least. But was there anybody else that had like a major, major like out for the year um, or like out for, the foreseeable future um, that well, you we, saw. We, we know Fitzpatrick, Mika Fitzpatrick is going to be out at least Thursday night because it is okay, a short right. week with his hamstring injury. Uh, that right. I don't know how severe that is, if that's going to go into a multi-week thing. Mm-hmm. Al Woods tore his Achilles, which you weren't starting him in right. IDP anyway, but <laughs> that, that was probably the worst one I've seen. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a few others, but nothing as far as long-term. Gotcha. All right. So, yeah, we avoided major, major stuff. I think Tremaine Edmonds and, yeah, Minkah Fitzpatrick there were probably the uh, the two that are the most immediate uh, impactful injuries that you're going to need replacements for sure for at least this coming week. Uh, so we're looking at Jack Sanborn, DeMonte Casey, and maybe Keanu Neal. Uh, ramping up their their snaps all so those are probably your your if you're looking for the same team uh replacements to to go to but all right well we're gonna jump right into the games here now uh starting with uh we've got the bucks and the bills from Thursday night so uh this one was you know interesting we had uh 69 nice snaps available to the bucks and 68 available to the bills which is pretty good that's that's slightly higher than average just about a tick high um and we had some some pretty decent idp games here at the top and then we kind of trail off so jamel dean was the big winner with our of course this is idp invitational scoring uh if you'd like to play next year uh we were up to 144 teams this year so you got to head on over to www idpguys.org uh not only should you become a subscriber by using the idp plus pod discount code which will give you 10 percent off any membership level but you should be signing up for the 2024 idp invitation which is completely free it's a mix sort of like a hybrid of scott fishbowl plus we add in idp players for a full uh 22 man starting 
fantasy lineup there. It's 11 on offense, super flex with 11 on defense. So really cool, fun tournament. We do it to benefit um, autism, but you're, of course, welcome to donate to any charity of any cause that, uh, you know, hits close to home for you. So with our scoring, that is uh, cornerback enhanced, where corners get an extra half point for tackles as well as an extra half point for uh, defended passes. So we saw Jamel Dean play 100% of the snaps, come away with 25 points this week. Uh, Ryan Neal, the safety, uh, 23 points on 100% of snaps. Uh, that should be 10 tackles, not one. I hate when it does that. Um, so 13 total tackles for Ryan Neal. He was all over the place. Uh, right alongside him, Levante David, uh, 21 points, 100% snaps. He had 14 tackles, uh, 10 solos for Neal, and only six solos for Levante. Uh, Levante keeps, you know, riding the hot streak right now. He's He's been overtaking Devin White, but um, Devin White's still had an okay enough game. Uh, we'll, we'll get to him here shortly. Uh, Terrell Bernard had 18 points on 100% snaps. Almost like a down game for him. We've, we've come to expect so much, but hey, that's still a really nice game with uh, eight total tackles, and he defended two passes. Uh, Teron Johnson, the cornerback, 18 points on 100% snaps. We had look at you can see if you're, you're watching here on YouTube, which we appreciate, you know, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, you can see the top scorers are all playing 100% snaps in this one. So uh, this and you know this is a pretty close game for the most for the most part as well. Uh, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, Jordan Poyer, the safety for the Bills, 15 points on 100% snaps. Carlton Davis, the Bucks corner, 15 points, 100% snaps. Here's our first kind of guy who scored well without playing a lot of snaps. Anthony Nelson, the defensive end. Uh, there was no Vita Vea this game, so there was just some more overall uh, defensive line snaps and rotations to go around, and Nelson happened to get home for a sack this week. Uh, also four tackles, pretty nice. I, I like Anthony Nelson from a talent standpoint. He's just kind of buried uh, – you know, behind some uh, some talented players on that Bucks D with, with the role that he plays. So uh, he happens to have a nice game this one. Uh, definitely wouldn't go chasing that really uh, for Anthony Nelson. But, um, you know, if injuries were to occur, he would be someone I would be, you know, paying attention to. Uh, there's Devin White with 14 points on 100% of snaps. Uh, Christian Benford, the Bills corner, 12 and a half points on 100% of snaps. <laughs> William Golston, the DT. So with Vita Vea out, this is actually a very good uh, matchup. Uh, or no, the, the Bucks aren't a great matchup for DT. So, uh, yeah, we were kind of saying, you know, one of them might do something, but we have no idea who it's going to be. So William Golston happens to grab an interception in this one. Um, no tackles, just two assists. Uh, gets the interception and defends two passes. So, again, another player you are not going to want to chase um, on the waiver wire. Uh, from there, it's going to bounce around. We saw Tyrell Dotson uh, play 62% of the snaps, come away with four solos, one assist. He, I, you know, he, he's, I guess, the LB2 again this week. Who knows from week to week at this point. Um, but if, we, if we're paying attention to snaps, it appears to be Dotson right now. Uh, Ed Oliver did finally, um, you know, make up for his zero burger, uh, although he only had one solo, one assist, but did get a sack in this one. So a TFL and a QB hit to go all along with that. Played just 51% of the snaps. I would have liked to see that, uh, you know, be a lot larger. He was pushing like the 
70s and I think even hit 80s a couple of times there. So um, if he if he can get those snaps growing, I think he'll be you know back to a reliable IDP option there for for a defensive tackle. Um, Antoine Winfield uh, played 100% snaps, but it was Ryan Neal in this one. Sometimes that just happens. So just two solos, two assists for for Antoine Winfield, uh, eight points. Uh, we see Gre- Gregory Rousseau played 59% of snaps. Uh, no sack, but still had two solos, one assist, and two QB hits. So he almost got there. Um, so, th- so that was nice for this one. But, yeah, the Bucs had been uh, not a great fantasy matchup for, for defensive ends. So uh, tough Tough to get much out of him this week. And then nobody else I really see there. Oh, Von Miller played 40%. So that's kind of creeping up. Uh, the the all or nothing god, AJ Epinesa, uh, had, I guess, sort of a immediate middle of the road game. He doesn't usually do that. He's either, you know, one or two points or like 20, 30 points. So uh, he did play 31% of snaps. So again, this is why we've been telling you not really to chase Epinesa, uh, unless, of course, a best ball league, but 31% of snaps. He had one solo, one assist, one TFL, did get home for a sack, uh, and the QB hit in this one. So kind of an Ed Oliver line, basically, only on 20% less snaps. So uh, get, still, you know, give me a guy like Ed Oliver over Epinesa going forward there. So, um, so those are the biggest names I think that are worth calling out as far as their production goes. Um, any takeaways from from you on this one for for either side? Like the uh, the Bills LB two situation. You know, we don't see Dorian Williams on here at all. I would have to look up what his uh, uh, snap share was, but he probably only played special teams, <laughs> if I were to guess. Bill snap counts. Okay. Um, Doreen Williams. Yeah, see, I might have to go all the way to. Yeah, he did not play a snap on defense. <laughs> he played 18 special team snaps, 69%. So that's crazy. Um, so yeah, do you got do you got anything on these guys? You're on mute. <laughs> Well, that would be why you didn't hear me a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I flicked over to the tab. I was like, is he saying anything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I was trying to tell you. I was like, yeah, Dorian didn't do anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm back, guys. All right, so we got uh, Jamil <laughs> Dean. Uh, dude, he's been fantastic He's been the last two weeks. That's 18 yeah. tackles in two games. And uh, as long as he's healthy, he he's a good streamer. He's probably one of the best ones you can get out there. Uh, Ryan Neal, great game for him. I'm with you there. Uh, man, Tyrell Dotson, not a lot. It's, Who, I mean, there, there was nobody else that really took those snaps. You so. can't trust him. No. Yeah. I mean, now I, let me ask you Ryan Neal or Antoine Winfield going forward? I, I've been on Neal all season. Uh, I've got him nice. every year. Okay. I, I've been, yeah. So, uh, I I was big on him before the season kicked off. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of that had to do with Antoine Winfield coming out and saying, "Hey, I'm going to be playing deep," you know, not right. doing anything. <laughs> and then he just went and lit it right. up the first few weeks. Uh, I think what I see here is Taylor Rapp came in when Terrell Dawson was out. 
That makes sense. Yeah, thirty-eight percent of the snaps. That almost works out. Yeah, six sixty-two plus thirty-eight is a hundred. So yeah, that totally we, makes sense. Yeah. So so we're good at math. Um, <laughs> I would I would have thought he would have done more with that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a lot for yeah. rap. Yeah. So, yeah, just two solos and then nothing else. Or no, I'm sorry, one solo. Yeah. Oh yeah, just one. Outside of that, I, I don't see anything really yeah. odd here. Uh, Devin White has been injured or kind of nursing an injury, playing with it, and you know, some okay. David's been taken off. But yeah. this was actually a decent game for White, so maybe he's getting better. Maybe we'll start seeing his numbers kick back up. Yeah, this is one of his better games. He's still been playing 100% of the snaps. Like, mm-hmm. I... I don't know what to say. He's one of these guys. I've used this phrase before. It's kind of like forcing you to start him because you're, you you know, he's playing 100% snaps and like we know what he can do. And if you have him on your bench for one of those, you know, breakout games, you're going to feel like an idiot. So I get that. (laughs) But like, it all depends, I guess, on the size of your league. You obviously got to hold, you know, this wasn't a terrible game. Well, that's the thing. I've been, I'm in some deep enough leagues where I have benched him. And uh, but yeah. I had some better options, but you got to right. have those better options to where you know the guys I benched him for had really high floors. So if he mm-hmm. even if he did pop off, it's not like I would have lost that many points. So, right, uh, but I think it's a foot injury or something like that that's been kind of hindering him some. So, like I say, maybe he's picking back up. Which a linebacker that relies on speed, a foot injury is not the greatest. So this kind of explains right. why we've been having a rough go of it with White. I think he's a hold. Yeah, if you have other options until you know we see him maybe kind of retake his production from David, maybe it's okay to leave him on the bench. So um, as far as waiver wire pickups, yeah, I mean Dodson, if you're completely desperate. But he's doing he's he's a tackle guy and that's it. He's not really gonna give you anything else. So you yeah. need big tackle games or 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 that's it. Uh a see a corner streamer that I like, and it, obviously in addition to Jamal Dean was uh Dane Jackson, who's playing 100 percent of snaps. Like he he's he's a really good player too. So um re- of course, like corners and DBs are gonna be very volatile, but he's he's a nice guy to, to look at as well. Um beyond that, nah. Ah, the rookie Klaji Kansi, 59% of snaps and big old zero mm. in the stat book. With especially with Vita Vea, that one was frustrating. If it, if I was gonna count on anyone right. to step up with Vea, I would have thought it would be Kansi, and it was freaking William Golston and <laughs> my, my my sleepers, like deepest sleepers, Anthony Nelson, that that kind of picked up the slack there. Uh, Joe Tryon, a very like mad game, 57% of snaps, two solos, and a QB hit. So, eh, nothing crazy to take away from here. So, I'll flick to the to the next game here, which is uh, Texans at Panthers. So, we're definitely going to talk about Texans linebackers, like, because this is getting really freaking <laughs> annoying right now. But uh, Frankie Luvu came back to life with 30 points, seven solos, five assists, two TFLs, got home for a sack, QB hit, and two passes defended. So played 100% of snaps, 30 points, back to the Frankie Luvu that we all you know know and love uh, from last year. So uh, this one bothers me too. Jonathan freaking Greenard, 25 points, 66% of snaps, three solos, 
three assists, two TFLs, two and a half freaking sacks, and four QB hits. My I want I started Will Anderson everywhere. This was a plus matchup for defensive ends. Now, of course, like that man Greenard could do this as well, but why can't we just space this out between them? Uh Will Anderson's all the way down here with uh who played more snaps, 73%, but just six points, two solos, one assist, one TFL, no QB hit. So I'm getting a little frustrated with Will Anderson. Now he started off nice. Week one, you know, I was, I was playing matchups with him a little bit. This week, I'm, like, ready to go. I was like, you know, if you would have flipped Will Anderson up with this stat line, I'd be like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. And it's stupid Jonathan Greener, who I hate. Um, just, you know, uh, very frustrating for that one for me. Um, just a major miss because I had Will Anderson really high in, in rankings and touting him and uh, – so then Malik Collins, the defensive tackle, uh, also got two sacks. I'm like, do all these sacks for the Texans, right? And none of them can go to Will Anderson. Like, this is against Bryce Young. Like, everything was set up perfectly. <laughs> so Collins, 72% of snaps, two solos, five assists. So a lot of tackles there for the defensive tackle. Um, a TFL, the two sacks, and three QB hits. Um Shaq Griffin, the corner for the Texans, 20 points, 97% of snaps. Uh, here, Denzel Perryman, welcome back. Uh, 19 points, however, let's pump the brakes here, just 48% of snaps. Six solos, three assists, a TFL, a half sack, and a QB hit. So a really nice full stat line, however, just 48% of snaps. Now I'm going to jump to Blake Cashman, who had 16 points on 91% of snaps. Four solos, an assist, two TFLs, one sack, another sack for the Texans. It goes to Blake freaking Cashman. A half a sack for Perryman. Like, this is just insane. Uh, and a QB hit for, for Cashman. And then we go all the way down to Henry 2020, just four points, just 49% of snaps, one solo, two assists, and nothing else. So, what the hell? I, I want to pause here with the, with the, the stat rounding out. What, what the hell are we doing with, with Texans linebackers? I thought – I was told it was Henry Tuotuo just a couple of weeks ago. Perryman was a seemingly healthy scratch, still working with this cast, I think. Like, And then Blake Cashman's still playing 91% of snaps. Like, I don't know what's going on on the Texans, and I'm very annoyed by all of it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Perryman was a healthy scratch, but they said they held him out to give him more time to heal which told yeah. me that, you know, the other guys were doing really good. We're not going to rush him back. Right. And then I guess Cashman was playing so well. I mean, he was great and good. And Yeah. But but I, we see what Perryman did with just 48%. I mean, he mm-hmm. had like a normal game. So He was their highest graded player, defensive player on this game was Perryman. So... I guess it was third that we also that I forgot to talk about Christian Harris, who's all the way down here, uh, two points on sixteen percent of snaps, just one defended pass. See, this is why sometimes I can't take PFF seriously. When when you play sixteen percent of snaps, you record no tackles and you defend one pass. How does that possibly (laughs) earn you a grade 
of 88.9. Now, okay, he has nothing filled in for tackle, nothing for pass rush, an 84.2 for coverage, a 60.3 for run defense. How does that equal 88.9? So those are the times where I get a little like, all right, what are we doing? What's going on here? I don't understand this this grading system. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. So I, I started I, Perryman, but I, I was nice. I was nervous completely. Yeah, that was risky. I, I did not feel I did not feel good about it. It's super deep league, IDP only. I had no other option. I hear you. Yeah, I think I want Perryman still the most out of all these guys. If he's going to be ramping up as the weeks go on here, and he already outproduced Cashman in you know half the snaps basically. Right. Um, I definitely want Perryman moving forward, but it appears that Catherine might have at least earned that LB2 uh, role, you know, once Perryman is back to full house. So I, I guess you could start Perryman and Cashman, and apparently Jonathan Greener is just amazing, or just play all of your IDPs against Carolina, really, I think is the message. Uh, <laughs> Will Anderson not having a good game because, uh, although the safeties, the safeties here didn't do anything. So well, while we keep going down the list here, um, uh, Xavier Woods returns to 17 points on 100% snaps. Very nice uh, to see, you know, the safeties getting healthy there in Carolina, despite chin on IR. Um, Jimmy Ward, just 13 points, but played 100% snaps. Jalen Petrie, just nine points, played 100% snaps. So everything was just kind of eaten up in the first two levels of the defense, I think, this game. I mean, we saw the score wasn't very high, so it wasn't like there was a ton of passing going out to the secondary there. Um, but at least it got past the corners or uh, the linebackers or defensive line. So, you know, you kind of just chalk that up the game script. I'm still playing. I, just, I still like both of those guys going forward, um, Jimmy Ward and, of course, Petrie. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, this linebacker situation has got me pulling out my hair right now. Uh, I'm scared to start paying me because of the snaps. I just don't like Blake Cashman. He's another guy that's yeah. not, you know, he's you bad. He's objectively bad, at least up until this point. Yeah, maybe for IDP, fine. And yes, yeah, so if he's getting the opportunity, it's tough to, you know, saying that he's bad at football really holds no water when it comes to fantasy and IDP. So it's whatever. Um, I just think eventually the people that are religiously starting him are going to get burned. And I just, I can't, I can't swallow that personally with a guy like Cashman. So I'd rather just not have him at all, or I'm not starting him and I'm going back to payment. So I don't know if you have anything else for this one. <laughs> Derek Brown, 90% of the snaps. I mean, that's a lot for a defensive tackle. You love to uh, see that. Yeah, you're definitely starting him. Uh, would have liked to have seen a better game for him. Uh, With that snap count, yes. Mm-hmm. Sam Franklin, 100%, did Ooh. nothing. Yeah, true. <laughs> one so, solo, uh, one assist. Yikes. So uh, we're hoping Von Bell comes back and we don't have to worry about Sam Franklin anymore. Uh, yeah. th- there's still no other linebacker to trust other than Frankie nah. Lubu. Uh, Justin Houston was injured or got That's injured true. with a hamstring, yeah. but I mean, he's still you're not starting him. Oh, uh, Brian Burns saved his day with a sack, but still very risky play here going forward. I, I don't know if he's you know taking 
taking it easy, hoping that he gets traded <laughs> or what. But uh, Burns has been, you know, kind of shaky these all season, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, the best thing that could happen for him is to to get traded out of there. Yeah. Yeah, he just got to ride the wave with Will Anderson. Maybe I guess he's doing so well on his side that all the other guys are hitting home. <laughs> it's very possible. That's very possible. All right. All right. That's that's it for that one. Uh, we will flick to uh, the Rams and the Cowboys. Dude, I, I've only recommended Deron Bland, so at least the times that I've written up the Cowboys starts it, which I think have only been twice. Both times, I happen to really like Bland's matchup here. Both times, pick six, baby. So, I throw nice. Bland owners, like, you need to be toned into when I'm talking about him because I'm two for two on recommending him as, like, a must-start option uh, as far as pick sixes. So, that's been really fun to see. So, Deron Bland up top, 36 points, 94% of snaps, had six solos, one assist, had to pick six, two passes defended. Uh, I mean, this was kind of obvious, though, right? I mean, slot corner playing Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, you know, yeah. tight end runs in the slot a lot. Like, it was fairly obvious. Now, the pick six was just a nice little cherry on top. But, shit, even if we just got the six and one uh, solos to assist, that would have been a really nice game. So um, Yeah, you're really, still really, sitting there higher than Jordan Fuller, even with that. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right behind him, 20.8 points for Fuller on the Rams side. We've been, uh, you know, we've been high on him all year, especially in the written content. Again, written content, uh, the full articles only available to subscribers. So if you want to use that IDP plus pod promo code, 10% off any membership level, you'll get, you know, we're high on Jordan Fuller all year, 100% of snaps. Five solos, one assist, one interception, one pass defended. Really nice game. Uh, and then from there, you know, it kind of drops off. We did really like uh, – so, again, I wrote this game up. Aaron Donald was in my stud section. He had been – I'd kind of been down on him. I was like, he's kind of a streamer at this point. But I've been using these fancy points uh, matchups, like points given up by position. And they're really, like, holding water for me uh, week to week. Like, they're they're – you know, I think they're a very valuable tool. So um, I, I really like Donald this week and boom, two sacks. So hasn't done that for quite some time. Uh, 66% of snaps, 19 points. So really nice game. Now, next week, we're going to have to look at the matchup again, see if it's worth uh, using him. But this this was definitely a good week. Uh, Parsons comes back to life after a couple down weeks. Uh, 15 points on 77% of snaps. Uh, just two solos, but two TFLs got home for the sack, three QB hits, and a pass defended. So nice little solid game from him. Still not worth being the number one overall IDP drafted. I will. I, I think I'm already at this point validated with that take. Um, yeah. No matter how he finishes at this point, like for the for the past like four or five six weeks, he's been giving you pretty much stinkers um, or very low games. At least again. Not saying a bust, but was just trying to say that I wouldn't be taking him as the very first IDP. I really like TJ Watt. I really liked Miles Garrett and the big linebackers ahead of uh, Michael Parsons this year. So uh, nice to see him at least give you something this week. Um, Ernest Jones kind of down to 14 points, 98% of snaps. Really happy to see those snaps after he'd been battling injury the past couple of weeks. Um, really comes away with five solos three assists, and one TFL, nothing else. So 
Um, you know, that's a nice floor game, though. You can't really be too upset with a, with a game like that. Um, his counterpart, Christian Roseboom, the LB2, 13 points on 62% of snaps. Uh, six solos, one assist, and nothing else. So Roseboom's definitely, you got to keep your eye on him. If something were to happen to Jones, I think Roseboom gets vaulted into a really nice spot. So if you're in a really deep league and you want to, you know, play it safe and basically handcuff Ernest Jones, then Christian Roseboom is definitely a guy to to go get, um, you know, prior to potentially an injury, uh, major injury occurring to to Ernest Jones. There, um, Quentin Lake. We've been, you know, I kind of wrote about how the Rams have kind of formed this uh, similar to Dallas, sort of like a three headed monster at safety um, going forward. You do have two basically hundred percent snaps guys, but with this, their LB two and Roseboom only playing in the sixties. Quentin Lake has been getting a lot of run as like the safety three slash LB two, kind of like what Dallas does there. And he's been really productive for the past couple of weeks. So you're definitely taking a risk if you need to start a guy like Quentin Lake at safety. Um, but his, he's being very productive with his, uh, with his opportunities. So on just 49% of staffs, four solos and two passes defended. So uh, that, that's a, that's 12 points on just 49% of staffs. That's, that's really nice. Uh, for that level. Uh, here's the cheat code himself, Mr. Marquise Bell. If you don't know about this guy, he's a safety um, or a defensive back on most platforms, um, but he's basically the Cowboys linebacker two right now with Leighton Vanderesh out, Damon Clark sliding into that LB1, and this guy, Marquise Bell, is basically playing the LB2 snaps. Um, so, yeah, if you're able to get, you know, even though he played um, 73% of snaps, which isn't terrible, but also not, you know, you'd like your LB2 to have a, hit that 80% mark is really what we like to see. Obviously very close there. So uh, it's a nice little cheat code. We'd like to see some more production. But, hey, five solos, one assist, but nothing else on the, on the splash play side. So um, definitely someone to keep an eye out on your waivers if you need help. Uh, at defensive back, again, is sort of a cheat code there on most uh, platforms. Uh, Donovan Wilson shows up as the Cowboys' um, top real safety uh, with 11 points on 71% of snaps. Uh, there's Damon Clark, you know, despite getting 81% of the snaps, he was outproduced by Bell. Uh, Clark only had four solos, two assists, and nothing else. So all the people that were clamoring and loved Damon Clark, you get a very ho-hum game here in, in what could have been, uh, you know, should have been a, a really nice matchup. Uh, there's Rush Yee. So there's the other Ram safety uh, playing 100% of snaps, but only four solos, one assist, nothing else. So he's kind of that, you know, I think like center field free safety position, which is sometimes very volatile when it comes to production. So uh, kind of a down game for Russies. Uh, Michael Hack gets home for a sack again. Not the monster game that he had last year uh, or last week, but 80% of snaps, one solo, one assist. The TFL, the QB hit, and the sack. Really nice to see. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong makes a random appearance with the sack. You're, you're not really chasing that. Just 50% uh, percent of snaps. Um, Oso Digizua, the defensive tackle, has had a really nice season. Just kind of a down game here and 63% of snaps. I think they kind of, again, Dallas has been playing like weird games. They, they had this one in control. They either get blown out or they're getting blown out or they're getting – uh, upset and their starters come out for that all three of those reasons. So um Digzua just 63% of snaps for one solo to assist. Did have a QB hit. 
he'll he'll have better days. I'm still riding with him in defensive tackle leagues. Uh, my guy that I got to talk about every week, Byron Young, uh, the defensive end. Still, I mean, you love this snap count, 85%, the rookie for the Rams, but only two solos uh, this week for four points, a down week. But, uh, you know, Heck uh, got the sack. There will be better days for Byron Young as well, playing 85. And again, in dynasty leagues, I want to hammer home this guy. I love this guy. Third round draft capital, nothing to, to you know shake your nose at. And I, I just really like him in dynasty. So uh, if people are getting sick of him with this down week, maybe you go you go after him. Uh, we do see Rashawn Evans show up. Just played 11% of snaps. Uh, that'll be interesting to see if he maybe starts to overtake Bell a little bit for that LB2 role. But, you know, by this indication, probably not. Um, so that's the main guys. Um, who do you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm not chasing after Rashawn Evans just yet. Uh, no. that, that that was the the blowout. You know, these guys backups were coming in. Yeah. Uh, I'm with him, Byron Young. I mean, he's had such a a good start to the season, and we're seeing Michael Hoyt kind of get the numbers that Young was getting earlier. So these two are kind of flopping back and forth. So uh, they're both doing solid. I do like to see that. Mm, that's pretty much it. I mean, I think you called off everybody not to chase Jordan Armstrong. Yeah. He's just not playing enough. Was expecting yeah. a good game for Demarcus Lawrence this week, and he's just very good call. Yeah, I didn't call him out. Just fifty percent of snaps. I think he's done. He he's he's old. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's slowing up. He's just getting it done. The Dallas safeties who aren't Marquis Bell, so the, the original three-headed monster, Wilson, Curse, and Hooker, are kind of like not giving us a lot of production lately. And Dude, again, I think Curse yeah, has been frustrating because mm-hmm. the matchups are there and he is not hitting. Uh, Hooker, you know, we expect him to be kind yeah. of the third guy that wasn't expected to do as well. Wilson right. and Curse were the guys coming in, and man, they have just been so lackluster. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's definitely frustrating. I, I've moved on mm-hmm. from both of them, actually. Uh, at safety, I need consistency, and they're just not giving it to me. I mean, that's difficult in general for any defensive back corners or safeties to give you real consistency. But that's the message here, right? Is like move on from these guys. Like just because they were awesome for you last year means absolutely nothing. (laughs) Don Wilson, who was getting five sacks last year, now he's not. Move on to the guys that are. Like it's, you know, don't hold on to, you know, previous production and, and, you know, guys that may have helped you win leagues and stuff. Like move on. That's the message here from from exactly this kind of and yeah, if they bounce back, great. Um, but mm-hmm. if you ride this out the whole season, uh, I think I think you're going to be in trouble. So, I mean, right uh, right man. now, it, it's Bell's the guy you want. Yeah, and, and for because Bell's he's playing a linebacker. Because he's a linebacker, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the guy you want. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. All right, so now we got Vikings and the Packers. My God. So after kind of a down week last week, Josh Metellus is atop the leaderboard here. 25.3 points, 99% of snaps, five solos, three assists, the interception, 
and a pass defended. Um, gotta love it. I'm huge on this guy. Scooped him up in many, many places. So really enjoying uh, the production that, that he's been giving me this year. Now, I'm going to have a sweet spot for him next year. However, if he starts producing like Curse and Wilson next year, I'm going to move on. But as of right now, you know, and yes, Metellus, you should be uh, rostering and starting over all three of the original Dallas safeties. So, um, because he's basically playing linebacker too, as well in this Minnesota defense. So that's what's really cool about him. I mean, not only linebacker, but he's, they've got him literally everywhere. And playing everywhere. 99% of snaps as a Swiss army knife. Like you can't, you can't ask for better production than that. So I'm just super excited about him, um, going forward. Um, so uh, below him, we had Devondre Campbell with 25 points. So welcome back, Devondre Campbell. 93% of snaps. Um, that should be a 10. 10 solos, 4 assists, a QB hit. Uh, so really nice uh, return game for him. Uh, Preston Smith below him, the edge rusher. Uh, and he does this. He'll have, he, he completely disappears, and he has 25-point game. So uh, 65% of snaps for Preston Smith. Two solos, three assists, a TFL, two sacks, uh, four QB hits, a pass defended, and a forced fumble. So would have liked to see that production maybe spread between him and Rashawn Gary, right? But uh, sometimes it just doesn't work out like that. Rashawn Gary, by the way, with the monster contract signing. So if you have him in Dynasty, he's obviously a major hold. Um, I think it's, you know. This year, he's kind of been working back from the injury. Next year, it is wheels up because I doubt Preston Smith is back uh, next year. So these 25-point games are going to be much more frequent for Rashawn Gary next year. Uh, there's Cameron Bynum, just absolute stud this year. 20 points, 100% snaps, six solos, one assist, half a sack, a QB hit, two passes defended, just another like waiver wire MVP uh, for the year for Cameron Bynum. So um, your Lewis scene shares in Dynasty are in major, major trouble. <laughs> they never uh, should have quite, been a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a first round, man. I bought in for the first round draft capital in a couple of weeks, but I've already moved on mostly. I think I'm. I think he's still hanging on a taxi squad in one of them just to see maybe they trade him or something. But yeah, not looking good for Lewis scene at all. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, looking like just a bad first round investment there. <laughs> Um, Quay Walker, uh, a really nice game as well. 19 points on 100% of snaps, seven solos, three assists, and a pass defended. So, hey, can't can't go wrong there. Uh, DJ Wanham, uh, 16 points, 93% of snaps for the defensive end. Uh, just one solo, but two assists, a TFL, two sacks, three QB hits. A really nice game from him. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but you know what? With Davenport out or whatever Davenport is at this point, uh, it's kind of hard to, you know, look away from the opportunity of Wanham. Yeah, Davenport, just I, some of us keep doing it to ourselves because we like the pain, but <laughs> it looks like uh, it looks like Wanham's carved himself a nice little role there uh, opposite Daniil Hunter, who is right below him, also 16 points, 91% of snaps, three solos, uh, got himself a sack, as well as two forced fumbles. So really nice game from Hunter there. Uh, Harrison Phillips, after a couple quiet weeks, uh, makes a return, 16 points, 68% of snaps, four solos, four assists, half of a sack for Phillips, uh, and two QB hits. So 
hey, if you were stuck with him through through the the low games, you were rewarded here uh, as a defensive tackle, and that's going to happen. Just very much like your defensive backs. I mean, these guys are hard to to give you consistency um, on a week to be week basis. So. Uh, you know, 68% of snaps for a DT is not horrible. I'd uh, like to see it a little bit higher, but um, Phillips, you know, can give us this kind of production here. So um, Jordan Hicks, kind of a down game, 12 points. Uh, did play 100% of snaps, four solos, four assists, but nothing else. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, it is what it is. He had a monster last week, so you kind of got to give him a pass. Uh, for a down game, quote-unquote, in this one. Uh, same with Harrison Smith, 11 points, did play 100% snaps, uh, five solos, one assist, but nothing else. So neither Hicks or Smith contributed in the big splash plays, and hey, that's going to happen from time to time. Uh, Kenny Clark, after a zero-burger last week, comes back with 11 points uh, on the back of a sack, so it was nice to see him. Uh, Rudy Ford, a decent game, 10 points, 100% snaps. Four solos, two assists, nothing else uh, to go with it. Uh, here's Rashawn Gary at just six points, uh, 64% of snaps, two solos, one assist, and a TFL, but nothing else to go with that, no sack. Devontae Wyatt, who I was surprised. I thought he had a really bad knee injury last week. He only he left like super early in the game, uh, plays through this one, 49% of snaps, uh, just one solo, though. Uh, one QB hit, but did recover a fumble, so kind of saved his day there to a certain extent. I really like his talent. Um, I think eventually he has the potential to be an IDP producer, but for right now, I'm, I'm kind of just not playing him. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Owens, who steps in for Darnell Savage, uh, just five points, did play 100% of snaps, but two souls, one assist. And nothing else. There's our guy, Ivan Pace, just 31% of snaps. Uh, you know, he's basically been taken over by Josh Metellus. And then you got Lucas Van Ness, the rookie, um, just 36% of snaps. No tackles. He only had one pass defended. So, again, next year I think it's a little brighter for him, likely with Preston Smith gone. Um, we can see him emerge. So don't get too uh, worried about the lack of production from Vanis this year from a dynasty standpoint. So uh, anybody here that's striking you as far as like a waiver wire addition or someone that stands out to you, you know, aside from Metallus, who we've been trying to hammer. So to people all year long. So if he happens to still be available in your league, you should be getting him. But uh, how about anyone else? I mean, Rudy Ford, I picked up in a lot of places. I uh, don't yeah. know if he's out there. Uh, but if he is, go go grab him. He's had some really good yeah. games. Uh, and th- this this is like a floor game for him so far yeah. this season, I mean, which is nice game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owens, that was a d- disappointment. I did pick him up in one league. Um, mm-hmm. like to have seen more out of that, but yeah. Uh, Dale Hunter, man, what a great season. Yeah. Ten sacks. Uh, he's just turned twenty nine, so. He's been doing this forever. Like he gets the sacks, right. he gets the tackles, and he's always overlooked by you know TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, you know, Max Crosby, mm-hmm. Nick Bosa. They always go higher than him. He's always right. that guy you can get that's elite, mm-hmm. but just a little later. Uh the, the name uh, value isn't there. Yeah. We get back to the IDP invitational. I've yeah. got him every single year in that next group of guys, and he's always yeah. Performed well, so 
I would go right. trade for him. If I'm in Dynasty and I'm looking to uh, just – if I just need an edge rusher, he's the guy I'm mm-hmm. after right now. Uh, but as far as like waivers right now, I'm staying away from a lot of these guys, and I'm staying away from corners playing against Green Bay because yeah. <laughs> is not good. Yikes. Yeah, that was bad. I totally agree. I think Rudy Ford is probably the biggest name uh, for, from this game to – to go check out and maybe go uh, go acquire for your team. So that will bring us to the Saints and the Colts. So um, top score here in corner inflated scoring was Marshawn Lattimore, uh, 26 points on 97% snaps, nine uh, solos, a TFL, and a pass defended. Uh, right behind him, the other corner for the Saints, Paulson Adebo, 23.7 points on 100% of snaps. Just three solos, but he had the interception to go along with three passes defended. If we flick down a little bit to Alante Taylor, he's kind of taking the back seat with a healthy Adebo back. So just six points. Doug played 94% of snaps. Um, and is there like slot guy? So I'm, I'm not sure why the production wasn't there. I mean, Josh Downs was catching passes and whatnot. So, but hey, sometimes it just it just rolls like that with the defensive back. So uh, only six points out of Taylor on two solos, one assist. Uh, here comes Ayer Franklin, typical at the top, 22 points, 97% of snaps. You know, he's a um, weekly must start. Uh, Demario Davis came away with this one uh, over Pete Werner. So he had 20, 21 points on 100% of snaps, uh, six solos, six assists, and one QB hit and a pass defended. So filling up the statue versus Warner, who had just seven points on 85% of snaps, three solos, one assist, and in typical Pete Werner fashion, say it with me, friends. Nothing else. He only <laughs> gives you tackles, and I hate that about him. Plus, only eighty-five percent of snaps. Like, um, yeah, another like meh game from Warner that people just absolutely love him. Um, Shaq Leonard, uh, seventeen points, eighty-three percent of snaps. So nice to see uh, him bouncing back a little bit here this year. Uh, we said he was. Well, I said he was washed. So maybe prove me wrong here. A uh, Carl Granderson just continues the amazing season. 17 points, 82% of snaps, three solos, three assists, a TFL, a sack, three QB hits. You love to see all that. Uh, just, just keep starting Granderson with confidence. I mean, he's close to a must start at this point every week. Um, yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but he's he, yeah, he, he is what Cam Jordan <laughs> used to be. <laughs> very, that's, very that's good that. point. So, yeah, he, for. For me, he's a bust start, and Ken Jordan is a not start. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, Kenny Moore chipped in 14.5 points on 94%. Uh, basically, all tackles there, seven combined tackles. Uh, Jordan Howden, uh, I believe, took over for Marcus May in this one. So the safety for the Saints, uh, 100% snaps, 14 points, four solos, four assists, and a pass defended. So, hey. If you're in desperate need, I don't really know what is going on there. I think we might need to research that one in the I, written content. Why was May like not playing? I think he was injured. Okay, so he had just come uh, back from a suspension. Like, yeah, he. I think he was questionable. Okay, going in, but uh, let's see. Yeah, it, uh, hamstring and, a, and an illness, so he was a little okay. sick, a little bit, a little, little crampy. So yeah. 
just yeah, so him. maybe, you know, we're not rushing out to add Howden, but he actually has been, when he's been given opportunity, he's had some uh, pretty good fantasy games so far this year. So, um, yeah, I guess just keep your eyes on the injury status. And if you're totally desperate and May's not playing again next week, uh, Howden could be a name to to keep on your radar in incredibly deep leagues. Um, DeForest yeah, Buckner right. has a – yeah. DeForest Buckner has a nice game with 13 points, 77% of sacks, got home for a sack, uh, as well as forcing a fumble. So kind of saved his day there on a light tackle game, but uh, nice, nice, uh, nice game for him there. Could he pay uh, with it without having a sack? Gives us 11 points on 76% of snaps, four solos, two assists, and the TFL. So, hey, can't, can't argue with that. Um, nice to see him chip in. Uh, a nice fantasy game without having a sack this week. Uh, Julian Blackman, the safety, just eight points on 100% of snaps, three solos, three assists, a TFL, not much else to go with it. So after kind of a hot run there, Blackman kind of cools off, and, hey, these things happen. Um, a couple of guys, nobody else got sacks in this one. Uh, Cam Jordan, again, 82% of snaps, but just two solos, two assists with nothing else. So, um, I don't see a whole lot of people I care about talking about. So, um, anybody, any of the um, studs you want to talk to? Uh, Julian Blackman, most of his tackles came at the very end of the game. So, he, oh. he almost did did nothing, if I'm not mistaken. So That's scary. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that was a little worrisome. Um, yeah. Uh, Shaq Leonard might be worth uh, looking into again in your shallow leagues as, you know, mm-hmm. a potential bye week fill in. Uh, yeah. We've seen, we've seen his snaps increase here lately. So that, mm-hmm. that could potentially be, I'm not going to tell you to go get him because I don't want to ruin somebody's day. <laughs> There's still that chance he fizzles back out, but he's worth it's- monitoring, looking into. It's Pacino. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'd be a little wary for that too. And of course, it's on the week, right? When we return from Bipocalypse, right? Everybody's back, so you probably didn't need him. Now next week we have some teams on by again. You might need him, and he'll either get injured or come away with a crappy mm-hmm. game. So that's just pessimist Steve talking. I try. I'm trying to be better with that, but. With guys like Shaq Leonard, it's just so hard for me. The age, the injuries, it's so hard for me to to want to bet on them right now. So, I don't know. Give me Demario Davis <laughs> over Shaq Leonard. Right. And, I, definitely, I and give me both of them over Pete Warner. Absolutely. I'll take Shaq Leonard over Pete Warner. <laughs> yeah. uh, nice. I think a lot of this has to do with just that short passing attack by, by the Saints. You know, 11. Yeah. That's 11 combined tackles for Leonard. And 14 for Franklin. I mean, it, it's a lot of dinks and dunks. They're short. They're the crazy runs with Taysom Hill. So, yeah. 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 Most annoying offensive fantasy player <laughs> of all time. Yeah, I hate that guy. All right. That's going to take us to Dolphins and Patriots. So, um, this is a very top heavy game. So, not a lot of IDP meat going around here because the Dolphins were scoring and the Patriots offense stinks and was stalling. So, uh, <laughs> we had Kyle Duggar have a, a really nice game. So, 31 and a half points, 100% of snaps, seven solos, two assists, a TFL, a sack, a QB hit, an interception, and a pass defended. So, just one of those games after a pretty cold stretch. And we were, we were down on Duggar. 
Um, but the Dolphins are a really nice matchup for safety, just with the way their offense operates. And I think Bill was kind of throwing the kitchen sink at them, trying to, you know, from the defensive standpoint with all the injuries and everything, like, hey, Duggar, go, you know, earn your paycheck this week play your hundred percent snaps and we actually got a good fantasy game out of him. So I uh, don't, I think that's probably the best one we'll see from him all year, most likely, but uh, so maybe temper expectations. Of course, people probably benched him this week too, of course. Um, yeah. Just another one of those guys. who has been kind of frustrating this year. Um, hey, really great to see Jalen Phillips right underneath Kyle Duggar with 21 points. 85% of snaps. Listen to these tackles. Seven solos, one assist, a TFL, got home for a sack, and a QB hit. So really great to see Jalen Phillips uh, seemingly healthy, um, just all over the field, um, soaking up tackles, getting to the quarterback. Like this is what we came to expect out of Phillips for the year. So again, could it have been matchup-based? Probably, but we're going to hope and pray that that this kind of production keeps up. Um Christian Wilkins, uh, now this is where the big drop-off kind of occurs. Uh, 15 points, 87% of snaps. He got home for a sack, though. Uh, Christian Barmore, 14 points uh, on the back of the sack. Uh, Jalen Ramsey come, returns to play 92% of snaps. Somehow no tackles, but got an interception. Uh, he Oh, he had one assisted tackle, uh, but did get the interception. So that kind of saved his day so i don't know what to do about him in fantasy uh the snap count is really nice to see but uh we're like to see some more uh safer tackle for production there uh cater kohu the other miami corner just continues to be rock freaking solid uh if you want to talk about consistency from a corner position this guy is probably the model of it so far this year uh 13 and a half points 100 staffs for solos one TFL and a pass defended that you can't ask for much more than that. Um, Brandon Jones forced into duty 13 points on hundred percent of snaps, uh, four solos, three assists and a pass defended. We were missing Javon Holland this week. So that should have been Holland's production. Uh, Jones, who I, I was a fan of, but just, you know, has been kind of relegated to uh, second stringer duty and, only plays when there's an injury. So don't really go chasing that unless we find out that Holland is going to be out for an extended period of time. Uh, Mac Wilson appears on the board with 13 points on 58% of stats due to Juwan Bentley going down. So Juwan Bentley down here, although had a, was off to a really nice start uh, with six total tackles on just 26% of snaps, but got injured and had to leave the game. I don't know about the severity. I don't think it's, I think he has a chance to play next week. Maybe might miss one week. N nothing too, too crazy, I don't think, on, on Bentley's injury end. So, um, does you know anything about that? <laughs> nah, I, I didn't hear anything uh, major. I just know hamstring. I, I think he still has – like, I don't think it was very severe. I do think he hamstrings, hamstrings are so – yeah, there's such a wide, like, varying degree of severity there. So, mm -hmm. you know, who knows? So, yeah, unless Bentley's going to be out for a week, you know, Mac Wilson's not someone I'm super interested in. Um, still not going to chase that. No. And, yeah, it would have to be such a deep league that i will probably already give yeah. him a poke. <laughs> right. Like a 53-man, like, contract league. Um, You're right. <laughs> Jelani Tavai with a stinker, kind of. 
I mean, 12 points, uh, 94% of snaps. With playing that many snaps and with the opportunity with Bentley out, you would have expected a lot more, I think, from Tobias. So a guy that people were kind of chasing the points from a couple weeks ago, uh, just three solos, four assists, kind of helped him boost back up and did get a pass defended. So fine, maybe I'm being a little harsh there, but just not a guy I like. Uh, Bradley Chubb got home for a sack on 81% of snaps. So love to see that. Uh, David Long, kind of a stinker, just seven points on 89% of snaps. So he had been out injured and came back for this one, but only three solos, uh, one assist. Again, kind of just the offensive ineptitude I would chalk that up to. Uh, on the Patriots side, uh, our guy, Anthony Jennings, 82% of snaps. We still keep saying, I think the big, the big, big breakout game is still coming around the corner. He only had two solos, but did recover a fumble to save his day. I think the sacks are coming. I, I just, you know, who knows when, <laughs> hopefully sooner than later. Um, so yeah, anybody on here you want to talk about? So Jennings, I went ahead and benched him in the the league or two. I got him in because the Dolphins matchup on. Yeah, yeah, bad matchup. That, that's all that came down to. Uh, he'd been getting you know about five tackles a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Phillips playing, we see Van Ginkle down to near nothing. So mm-hmm. unless he's injured, Good point. he's not worth holding yep. on to. Uh, the mm-hmm. way the season started. He was eating into do it long, and then when mm-hmm. Phillips got injured, you know, he took that spot. So I was a little concerned we would lose uh, more David Long now with uh, right. Phillips back, but that that doesn't appear to be the case. Yeah. Uh, if Bradley Chubb is out there, that's yeah. four sacks in three three weeks. So he's getting hot. He's uh, getting hot, and Miles Bryant was having a good game. He also mm. left with a hamstring injury. Oof, That's why yeah. he was down to, I think, 51% there. So 51, yeah. Uh, he's another guy I've been streaming a lot here recently. Okay. Because the Patriots like to get lit up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good call. Outside of that, the Brandon Jones thing, we've seen him come in for Deshaun Elliott and just mm-hmm. look completely lost on the field. So <laughs> yeah. As long as... As long as Elliott is there and Brandon yeah. Jones is the second safety, I think he would be safe to start. Okay. If an injury occurs, but yeah, outside of that, David David Long, Jerome Baker, nothing great this week. Again, not a great matchup. Right. I think that's everything looks pretty much right. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, we just got to keep our eyes on the injuries there. Bentley, um, Bryant, uh, and then Holland, depending you know, if he's going to miss multiple weeks here. That could mean Brandon Jones could be worth a, a Hail Mary play. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be deep. It's super deep. All right. Um, Jets and Giants. This stinker of a game. <laughs> Although the Jets just continue to – play an enormous amount of IDP snaps, uh, 75 available to this one. I, I think they're, they're, if they're not leading the league, they're in top two or three of like defensive <laughs> snaps played. So it's insane. You can just fire up almost all of your jets at this point. Um, but Hey, in this one, we had came on with a breakout game. Finally wow. it happened. Three sacks, three QB hits, 
forced to fumble, three TFLs, three assists, and six solos for the for the defensive end edge rusher. So awesome to see that tackle for. Awesome to see the multiple sack game. Is it something that's going to happen every week? Obviously not. And he's been incredibly boomer bust. And I, I, you know, I bet you most managers didn't have him in their starting lineup this week. Unfortunately, uh, when when he you know goes nuclear like this, so um, I mean, ninety seven percent of the snaps played. That is almost an, that's kind of one of those guys for me that falls into the category of like, he's almost forcing you to start him. So I'm kind of willing to take the bad with the good. If this is going to be the good, if I can get another game like this out of him, um, or just at least some more consistency with like one sack a game with like four tackles, like I'd be more than happy with that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know with those snaps. I think, I think you got to start him. If you, if you bother to roster him, you, you got to roll him out there and just eat, the, the shit games with the with the nuclear bombs like this one. <laughs> that's um, eight and a half snaps on the season. I mean, that's he, he's, he's doing crushing. okay with the sacks. It's you know, just yeah, consistently and getting right. some tackles. Too. You know, that's that's been his big problem. Exactly. I I liked it. So I'm all my stance was you know pre-draft and even post-draft because they were so close. I was a Thibodeau over Hutchinson guy. Um, so, Hey, you know, mm. year one, I was wrong, but Hey, year two here, we're kind of evening the score a little bit. So we'll see as their careers continue to go here. I mean, both are really good, you know, dynasty yeah. assets to have, but just wanted on the record. I was a Tibbs guy. <laughs> <laughs> two completely different players too. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hutchinson uh, doesn't play. I mean, Tibbs with these snaps is kind of insane. Um, they have nobody else. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, very true. Um, below him, of course, here's the, the Jets linebackers. C.J. Mosley, 24 points on 100% of snaps. Quincy Williams, 23 points, 97% of snaps. They're both basically must-start, auto-start guys going forward. Not a whole lot to say there. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, 23 points, 73% of snaps. Three solos, three assists, two TFLs, two sacks. Four QB hits. So the young second year men on both sides, uh, both sidelines really broke out in this one. Um, and this kind of clunker of an overall game. These were some really nice. And this, by the way, folks, is why we play IDP because when you have just absolute trash on the offensive side of the ball, especially on the Giants, what did they have? Two passing yards or seven passing yards, something like that total. Like this right. is exactly why we play IDP because you got guys like Thibodeau on the other side, you know, putting up incredible fantasy games when people think, you know, maybe aren't paying attention to that side of the ball. So um, my guy, Bobby O, Bobby Okariki, 19 points, 100% snap, seven solos, two assists. Three TFL, so really nice game for Big Bobby. Uh, Tony Adams, who you know has completely erased Adrian Amos from the picture when he is healthy, uh, played 100 percent of snaps. So he's another guy, you know, waiver wire if you're really desperate, deeper leagues. You know him, uh, Jordan Whitehead right behind him. So 18 points for Adams, 16 for Whitehead. So they both kind of return to relevancy here in this one uh and are you know pretty decent enough streaming options going forward um 
Dexter Lawrence uh, below them, 15 points, 83% of snaps. He's going to have – it's either going to get better or a lot, lot worse for Dexter Lawrence. I'm not totally sure because, uh, you know, will he get more attention and double teams from the offensive line or will he just have more opportunity there with lesser talent next to him to just soak up uh, tackles and maybe go after the, the the quarterback a little bit more? So. That's going to be an interesting one to see. Do you, do you, do you got a take on Dexter Lawrence for the people there with uh, with big Leonard Williams gone now? I think that, that was a really good point because Leonard Williams eats up a lot of space. Uh, and that is going to make it harder for Dexter Lawrence, and it could affect uh, Thibodeau as well. Uh, we could see all these guys regress a bit because who do you got yeah. now? Ashawn Robinson, the next guy up? He's I think old. So. He's a big guy, but he's the Leonard Williams. So right. I, I would start tempering expectations for, on these guys at, at least next week or next game right. or whatever. Uh, that, that, that was a really good point. Something I haven't uh, quite considered myself yet. Yeah. And I just don't know what which one it's going to be, right? Because like, right. it could be you know, great for IDP fantasy production. Or it could send him down, you know, spiraling down to where we see Leonard Williams' fantasy numbers here at 81% of snaps played, but only three points with one assist and one pass defended. Like that could yeah. easily be in Dexter Lawrence's future as well. <laughs> so I'm right. going to try to play Optimist Steve on this one and say that it's going to get better, <laughs> but. Uh, it's literally a 50-50 right now, and I'd be a little bit worried. Uh, especially if I'm streaming defensive tackle, I'm right. definitely going to be looking a lot closer at the fantasy points given up by position uh, matchups going forward here for both Lawrence and, like you said, Thibodeau too. So Yeah, I think Lawrence gets hit the worst out of the group because he will probably. have to eat up more and probably get double-teamed more, so – Thibodeau is probably going to be okay. And if Ojolari comes back sometime, maybe that helps open that up as well. So we'll we'll just have to wait to go on that. As far as the rest of these guys, the only one I'm really super interested in talking about is Micah McFadden. Uh, Just 11 points, just 58% of snaps, uh, three solos, two assists. Uh, Added a fumble recovery to kind of help save his day, I would say, but... Uh, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, not great to see the snap count decline to 58%. And it's not like, where's our guy, Isaiah Simmons at 38%. I guess maybe they were splitting a little more. So that's a little concerning um, for all the Mike McFadden truthers out there. Um, yeah, not looking great in this one. So uh, what else you got for this game? Uh, my big pickup before this game was Jermaine Johnson. Um, nice. the, the Giants suck. Their offensive line is <laughs> terrible. So True. I picked him up, and there was a league I actually picked up Quentin Jefferson. It, it, like, oh, nice. it was really deep, IDP-only league, and I had to have a defensive tackle. He was the yeah. best option. Uh, so that paid off. Nice. Um, moral of the story, get your defensive line against the Giants. <laughs> yes. These guys are giving up slacks. Uh, yeah, even with you know only completing like four passes, so uh, yeah. I actually have a whole lot of IDP players in this game. So, this was a game I was really watching, uh, not on TV because I figured it would yeah. be trash, and it was. 
But yeah. uh, I, I was definitely following closely because the, the linebackers especially have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Tony Adams is the safety I've had uh, that I've held on to all season. If he's out there, he's been really solid as well. So it, he would be somebody to pick up if you need a safety, if he's out there. I kind of doubt he is. But mm-hmm. if he is, I would grab him. Xavier McKinney has really let me down. Oh, he's as, been having a very bad year. I would drop him if I could, but I, there's nothing left. So yeah. I'm kind of forced to hold on to him and hope things get better. I hear you. All righty. Our next one is Jaguars and the Steelers. Of course, Foye Lucan's right at the top there. Uh, we had Andrew Wingard, the safety, playing for an injured Andre Sisko. So that's why you see him up there this week. Uh, 21 points on 100% of snaps on the back of an interception. Uh, you know, we guys just got to watch to see Cisco's health. You know, don't chase this. If Cisco's going to be back next week, if not, obviously he's got potentially viable replacement here with this uh, with this stat line. So uh, Cole Holcomb up there as usual. Like to see, glad to see his snap count. You know, hovering at this 90% range. Um, so he gave you a, a ton of tackles with a fumble recovery, 11 total, seven solo. So uh, you love that. Josh Allen, two sack games. So really nice to see him bouncing back here on 82% of snaps. So uh, that's great. Uh, Demonte Casey, because Minka Fitzpatrick got injured in this one. So Casey comes away with 94% of snaps, 18.7 points uh, on the back of an interception. So he's definitely someone to look at if, uh, you know, if Fitzpatrick is going to, is going to miss time. So that's Demonte Casey is definitely the, I would say one for one Steelers replacement if you're if you're looking to to stick with the same team there. Um, Devin Lloyd is definitely back. You know, a solid game here. 18 points, 100% of snaps, uh, seven solos, two assists, and a pass defended. So, so a nice little game there for, for Devin Lloyd. Uh, here's another annoying guy, Elan Don Roberts, the Pittsburgh linebacker. 18 points, 44% of snaps. Four solos, one assists, one TFL, one and a half sacks. Could have used that going to TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith this week uh, for some of my leagues, but no, it's Elan on freaking Roberts who gets one and a half sacks. Like two QB hits. Very not don't chase it. He stinks. Um, though that will even back out, but I hate that guy because I want Quan. I want a Quan, not even get the sacks, but the playing time. Like get him out. Right. Uh, here's Keanu Neal, this the other uh Steelers safety playing 97% of snaps. So again, uh kind of the Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh he's gonna chip in there. Uh he had seven solos and a fumble recovery. Uh Alex Highsmith did have 11 points on 89% of snaps, so he's playing a ton. Uh, I don't know why these sacks just happen. This is why sacks are so crazy it's just like touchdowns they're not sticky they're so random like uh you know high smith has the playing time behind him but just three solos one assist one tfl one a half of a sack uh a qb hit there so fine game but would like to see some of that other production going to him or we jump down to tj watt uh just eight points 79 percent of snaps so not sure if he's you know lingering with the injury and whatnot uh, just one solo, one assist, also got a half of a sack, a QB hit, and a pass defended. So 
chock full on the splash plays, but the one solo and one assist really, really hurt this week. So, uh, Quan Alexander, he actually played more snaps than Eland on Roberts, which is even more frustrating. Uh, 54%, but only two solos and a forced fumble to go, uh, to go away with that 54%, uh, snap count. So, um, beyond that, as far as like, Notable guys. I don't Rayshon Jenkins, you know, it was just an Andrew Wingard game. This one he did, you know, Jenkins did play 100 percent snaps, but only three solos, nothing else. And he does that. He has really high highs and really low lows like this one. So um, you see anyone else on here? Oh, uh, Ricky Antonio Walker. Johnson. Check yeah. that out. Yeah. Is the one snap one percent. The 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 last hailberry of the game and he picks yeah. off. So yeah. dynasty owner, you know, uh chalk that up as a win. But yeah, uh, just some bad games for some guys. But the, I don't think this was a, a great matchup uh for uh Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we only expected one of them to, to shoot off on this. So Wingard, if Cisco's out, well, the Jaguars are on a bye. I think this ah. this next week. So, so yeah, probably nothing um, to worry about chasing there. Right. I would expect Tyson Campbell to come back and Not Andre Cisco to come back because I think they were both yeah. close to coming back this week. So, yeah. uh, if anybody dropped either one of those, you could might if you got the room stash them through the bye mm-hmm. week or something. But uh, Keanu Neal and Demonte Casey, uh, I, I would target. Uh, I would stream either one of them mm-hmm. this week. Uh, we do know Fitzpatrick will be out Thursday night. It's short week. Um, mm-hmm. He's already been ruled out. So they're going That's to get right. the Titans. Titans are not a great matchup at safety. Very true. But if Levis is starting again and this passing game opens up a little maybe bit. Maybe it will be. Maybe, yeah. Or they're going to expose that game as a bit of a fraud yeah. and just eat him alive. So right. maybe, maybe not rush out and get either one of those safeties unless you're in a deep league and have to have one. You're super desperate, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, Jerry Porter, Trayvon Walker, Trayvon Walker Trayvon got Walker. a sack. Had a had a TJ Watt like line though <laughs> with just one yeah. solo, one assist, TFL, the sack, two QB hits. So He's, not a lot to go with Josh, it. Um, Josh Allen's just eating everything up. I, I think it's yeah. the big reason he's not popping off. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's right there with him as far as pressures go. He's just, yeah. it, it's Allen. It's Allen yeah. looking for a contract right now. So he's, Play for that contract. He's, We've been saying that all year <laughs> long, baby. <laughs> yep. All righty. That and we're gonna flip to the Falcons and the Titans. Uh Jeffrey Simmons with a monster game, 27 points, 79% of snaps, uh, gets two sacks. We we had some people in the Discord kind of panicking on Simmons. Uh, I think you did the write-up on this one uh going into the week. Like, don't do that, don't panic, don't drop, keep starting, keep playing. And here we go, rewarded uh with this one. Um Harold Landry, nice to see as well coming back here. Uh, 22 points on 69%. Nice uh, snaps. Uh, two sacks for him as well. Uh, Big Aziz Al-Shair, 21 points, 99% of snaps. Pretty much all tackles. Did have a fumble recovery there. Uh, but all around, really nice game from him. Uh, with Roger McCreary out, we had a, 
some interesting names at corner chipping in for the Titans. We had Christian Fulton as the first top scorer, 18 points, uh, five souls, three assists, and a pass defended. Uh, we had a guy that I had never heard of, Eric Gerrard, was the second highest uh, Titans corner uh, who scored points, 11 of them on 91% of snaps. So uh, that's a name. Um, hopefully McCreary gets back soon. But uh, the safeties had decent games on both sides. It was a Richie Grant game for Atlanta, 17 points, 100% of snaps. It was an Amani Hooker game for Tennessee, 16.7 points uh, on 100% of snaps. So i uh, love to see that. Um, finally, Caden Ellis beats out Nathan Landman, uh, 15 <laughs> points for Ellis on 96% versus just 13 points for Landman on 82%. Take that Landman. Um, I mean, still very close and still very annoying that he's taking production away from Ellis. Uh, a QB hit for Ellis this week. No sack yet. We're still waiting for that. Uh, you know, what we came to uh, know from him last year was his sack game and, it's just been non-existent this year. We saw, uh, let's see, on the Atlanta side, Bud Dupree got a sack. Arnold Abichetti got a sack. Lorenzo Carter did okay with from a tackles perspective. Um, we saw him get four solos and two QB hits. So, like, the they were certainly pressuring um, Levis and got home a couple of times, which on a rookie quarterback, you're, you're going to see sacks uh, being taken there. But just unfortunately, none for Ellis yet this year. Uh, Big Danico Autry got a sack on the Tennessee side. Jack Gibbons gave you a sack uh, as, as the LB2 for the Titans. So on 75% of snaps, and nice to see that. Um, and, yeah, I'll let you take if there's anybody else you want to talk about from this one. So Eric Gear, he yeah. may have he may have been the safety, the, like the other main safety in this game. Okay. I, I don't know who else was playing back there uh, deep. Uh, oh, that's right. Murphy Bunting played a hundred percent as well. Then you had uh, Elijah Bolden, Christian Fulton. All three of those played a hundred percent. So I, I'm not too sure if he didn't play more deep safety. And uh, I will tell you in one second. It was Molden. Okay. It was Molden doing that. Molden was the safety. Okay. Gare was their slot corner this week. Okay. So so they switched those guys around. Yeah. That. Huh. Yeah, that may be until they get Edmonds worked in, or if right. Kevon Wallace becomes a thing again. Uh, yeah. It, it, good luck figuring it out. I doubt the yeah. Titans know. Don't waste your point. time on any of them at this point. <laughs> It's what we get my an advice answer. would be. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, big sack day for the Titans. So yeah. good to see the, the the guys up front getting to it. Harold Landry, good to see him popping off again. That's agree. Back, back-to-back gains with uh, with sacks. So uh, I think in the write-up, I was talking about him starting to, starting to pick it up more again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's another guy I picked up this past week. Because uh, he's Beautiful. sitting out there on waivers. He's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say this line is healthy. Uh, they they they're energized, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm looking for him to have a a good second half to the season. So we're totally. just now get, getting back to him being healthy again, confident again, mm-hmm. and and seeing it seeing it uh, pay off here. So if you can still get him, he might be worth a stash. Absolutely. Other than that, I, I'm staying away from these defensive backs for now. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, we gotta we gotta keep tracking these snap counts. So yeah, there's no I, I got real enough good problems right there. now. Uh, I don't need <laughs> Titan corners screwing yeah, my yeah. life up. <laughs> exactly. Good call. All right. Um that'll take us to Eagles and Commanders. Uh even with I was really big on Kevin Byer coming to town and I was starting him in a couple leagues right away. Uh it, it was sort of I mean he did okay, but Reed Blankenship comes away as the top scorer here uh with 25.7, 100% of snaps, so I guess he's healthy. Uh seven solos, two assists and the interception to go with the pass defended. Really really nice to see. I think that's going to be a fun Tandem, uh, not only for my team, but for fantasy purposes as well. The buyer blanket chip combo there. So uh, excited to see that. Uh, Big Nicobe Dean finally breaks out 25 points, 69%. Nice of snaps, 11 solos, one assist, two TFLs. So, hey, let's just see the snap count tick up a little bit more here. And I would say, you know, let's roll him out with confidence i'm still putting the brakes on a little bit because that snap count worries me but hey really nice performance here um despite it probably being on your bench <laughs> uh cameron curl of course up top set bounces back from a bad week 17 points 100 snaps sydney brown getting some run as well i saw him out there early uh two tfls early in the game um i guess he only got credited for one but um, he definitely hit someone. Maybe it was a no play, but uh, so um, just think, 56. Yeah, go ahead. I think he was playing in the slot when he was oh, on the field. okay. I, so yes, I think he's putting a lot of his time in there. Uh, I don't Very know if that's going to be something going forward or if that's just game script for this week. I don't know. Uh, that'd be Yeah, you nailed it. That would be really good for uh, – Sydney Brown managers if he was playing in the slot because he's probably not going to see a lot of time at this either of the safety uh positions mm-hmm. with the healthy uh blankenship and buyer there. So let's hope let I think that would be good for the Eagles too. Um so let's let's hope. So yeah, unlimited product or unlimited snaps, 56%. He comes away with seven solos, one assist, and one TFL for 16 points. Really nice. Um, so yeah, I would in super deep lease, he's probably already rostered to be honest, because people loved him coming out of college there, but, uh, Hey, check out and you know, he could be worth a nice little stash there, uh, in, in really deeper, deeper leagues. Uh, David Mayo who filled in for Cody Barton, uh, came away with a really nice game here out produced Jamin Davis who stinks, um, <laughs> on less snaps too. Uh, 87% for Mayo, 15 points, six solos, three assists. Hassan Reddick keeps the streak going. Another sack in this one. Uh, two QB hits and a forced fumble to go along with three solos. 82%. You're pretty much rolling him out there. He's on a roll right now. He's back. Yeah. The cast is off. We're good to go. Um, Montez Sweat get, got home again for a sack. Just 67% of snaps. Would like to see that a little bit higher, but uh, but he managed to take away the sack there. Uh, Percy Butler, you know, put this in the write-up, uh, you know, was kind of a Hail Mary play, but like he's, he's, he's playing hundred percent of snaps. Yes. Sort of the free safety. So, but definitely name, we're going to keep hammering home to you here as long as Derek Forrest is out. So Percy Butler is that next man up, um, playing next to Cameron Curl does is not playing the advantageous roles and alignments that we like to see, um, out of our safeties, but 
he's a body who's out there for a lot of snaps getting opportunity one way or the other. So uh, definitely a Hail Mary play almost every week for sure. Um, Zach Cunningham is the clear LB2 over Nicholas Morrow. Uh, 12.71% of snaps. Uh, that's actually two more percent than the Kobe Dean played, but we see it. It's coming. The intersection is coming where Dean is being ramped up here. So, uh, Bayard 11 points did play 100% of the snaps his first game. So, you want to see that. Uh, four solos, three assists. If some of those assists go to solos, he's is even nicer game and no splash plays. We know he's a ball hawk, so we know those splash plays are coming. So, um, yeah, I really like I really like that tandem going forward. Uh, Jamin Davis just the seven points on a hundred percent snaps, no sack for him. Three solos, one one assist, and nothing else. Um, did somebody? Did two? Oh, we see how two Hill get a sack again on just twenty one percent. Like I don't, oh, I don't know what what's going on there. It's so <laughs> annoying, especially if I flick down here to the bottom. Chase Young oh, plays seventy nine percent. But just one solo, nothing else. Uh, Jalen awesome. Carter did leave with an injury, um, so hopefully he'll be back. But that's why he only played twenty four percent of the snaps. And Josh Sweat, hey, you know uh, he's been hot. He, you know, you gotta gotta give him a pass on the on the two points on eighty five percent of snaps on this one. Um, same same for Jonathan Allen. I know he shows some frustration. Uh, in the locker room there, but uh, just three points on 75% of snaps. And Deron Payne, three points on 83% of snaps. But you know what? That interior Eagles offensive line is a tough matchup. So uh, kind of to be expected for that one. So, um, yeah, what do you got on this one? The biggest thing I see is the commanders only gave up one sack. Mm, Very true. Very surprising. So, very surprising because I thought for sure Reddick and Sweat were just gonna eat Sam Howe up this game. I really did. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that that was the the biggest thing I, I took away from that. I don't know if it's rivalry games, you know, in division games are are crazy sometimes. Something in the air um, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, guys, let's pick it up. So I don't know if this offensive line finally figured it out. Or they just came to play this week, and you know that's been one of my go-to streams <laughs> for uh, edge rushers is to go oh, against the Commanders because yeah. they've been giving up like five, six a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, stinkers for you know Young, uh, Payne, Allen. Uh, that was very unfortunate. I thought those guys would have done better. It looked like Chase Young was getting schooled out there. Yeah, uh, from what I've seen, so it's good to see Monta Sweat keep it going. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's the only one you can consistently trust. Agreed. Uh, Cindy Brown, uh, if he's out there, you redraft for sure. He's he's bound to be out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, w- I would look into to picking him up and maybe you know. Maybe starting him if he can keep up this uh, this slot play. That's that's very productive playing up against the line there. Other than that, uh, Benjamin St. Juice, he's another guy I like to stream. He, he's always yeah. got a pretty solid tackle floor. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think everything else you pretty much covered. 
or is right where it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Looks good. A lot of expected performances outside mm-hmm. of the duds we just touched on. So, well, that brings us to the Browns and the Seahawks. So Jordan Brooks is back, baby. 23 points, 95 percent of snaps that's got to be his highest of the year so far uh just four solos but six assists got home for the sack two qb hits and forced a fumble tops the the scoring this week uh of this game boy mafe right behind him uh also 23 points on 74 percent of snaps three solos five assists a tfl also got a sack four qb hits for mafe and a fumble recovery. I got to eat crow on Mafe. I was down on him. I didn't think he was very good, but I think he. I think it was health and development going on there, and he is really hitting a stride right now. So, uh, especially with Ichiro Nwosu out um, for probably the rest of the year, uh, oh, Mafe yeah. is absolutely someone that needs to be rostered in close to any format outside of leagues that only start just one IDP. <laughs> You got some on my on my fat. You like him? I still don't know what to think because, like you, <laughs> I've been out on him. Uh, yeah, I just, I just don't follow the Seahawks enough to know. Yeah, true, and that's that's on me. Uh, but you know, I, I was expecting Daryl Taylor and Wilson to be the guys, and then Reed. Came I was in more of a Taylor guy. Taylor just disappeared. He's so up good. It, it he just wasn't getting the play in time. Yeah, yeah, and but, he was injured. He was battling some injuries. But, but, right, right. With the preseason, it was an arm or something. And then yeah, Moffat just kind of the game. Just kind of took it. Uh took yeah. all the playing times. So he's running with the ball, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean he's second rounder, he's former second rounder. That's nothing to you know shake your, your finger at there. So um, right. So yeah, definitely should be rostered in most of your leagues at this point. Um I, Martin Emerson, did, right behind. Yeah. I did see Daryl Taylor was almost traded. Oh, right really? Before they, right before uh, DeWosu got hurt. I don't know how true Ooh. that was or to where, but I did see yeah. they were like this close to pulling the trigger on a trade, and then DeWosu got hurt. So, Damn. Interesting. Um. Then we got Martin Emerson, the Browns corner, 22 points, 84% of snaps on the back of an interception. He's been lumpy all year. I wouldn't probably go chasing that despite the strong snap counts. Uh, Bobby Wagner finally bounces back here, 19 points, 100% of snaps. Only three solos and one assist, but gets a tackle for a loss uh, as well as a pass defendant. So um, a nice little bounce back game uh, for, for Wagner there. Uh, he must have done something else. It's not. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Like, he must have blocked like a kick or something. Hang on, I gotta check into that now because I'm like, wait, that's yeah, way too don't low. Add up. <laughs> <laughs> something doesn't make sense. I'll have it for you here in about thirty seconds. Uh, Seattle. Okay, Bobby Wagner's nineteen. Points. He had ten. 10, uh, 10 assists. Oh, 10 assists, not one. Holy shit. Well, that explains it. And see, uh, my report is screwing me here. So, yes, imagine if some of those assists converted to the solos there. It would have been a really, really nice game. So, uh, I would still consider that a bounce back. Um, 13 total tackles yeah. if you're looking at that. 
from an optimistic point of view. Um, hey, we saw Jamal Adams, 81% of snaps, 16 points. Very nice. Quandre Diggs right there with him, 14 points, 97% of snaps. Uh, Julian Love, 13 points on 67. So they all kind of chipped in. Now, Love's was on the back of an interception. So, you know, had he not had that, would have been a really bad, down, bad game. But, hey, he got it. Uh, Miles Garrett played 91% of snaps, got home for a sack. Can't argue with that, 13 points. Uh, Juan Thornhill, 13 points on 100% of snaps. He's a nice little weekly streamer. Delpit continues to be hot and cold, 11 points, 98% of snaps, uh, five souls, one assist, nothing else. So, you know, he's kind of frustrating. Here's Daryl Taylor with the 11 points on just 59% of snaps, but did get home for the sack. Uh, Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa, just eight points, 59%. I'm still not touching this uh, this Browns linebacking situation. Anthony Walker played 74%, got seven points, uh, nothing to really write home about. Tony Fields, uh, you know, we tried to tell you, don't chase him. 29% of snaps, just three points. You know, he's not going to return. He's not going to get a scoop score every week, so – uh, hopefully you listen to us on that one. Uh, Zary Smith, I think, left with an injury, so you will have to monitor that. But again, he's been super, uh, mostly cold um, all year long, just two points yeah. on 62%. Although frustrated to see my guy, Agbenio Conkrenau, not on here, um, didn't record a stat, you know, with, with Smith going down. Hopefully that'll change going forward, but frustrating to see him not on this list at all so uh who else you got in this game so last week i think we've seen julian love and uh jamal adams both get high percent we see julian love drop back down a little bit here uh mm. I, th I think last week he was like 80 something 90 something something like that he, he was high mm. so I, i'm i'm still staying away from him yeah, right now, just because of the high fluctuations and without that interception, he, he was going to be so much lower. So I, I think it's yeah. kind of safe to to drop him if you can, or bench mm -hmm. him at least. I'm I'm staying away from him either way. Um, somebody else got injured in this. Greg Newsom got Ooh. injured with a with okay. a groin injury. So I don't know if that had something to do with Bart Emerson doing better or getting more looks. Um, Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Witherspoon, Witherspoon did nothing. Yeah. Uh, but that was the offense he was playing against. It was P.J. Walker. So mm. we'll expect exactly. better things from him. Delpit. Yep. It's just He's killing me. Yep. Uh, he's so hot and cold. Yeah. It's not been great. He's been fairly consistent, but yeah, still staying away from these linebackers uh, yeah. from Cleveland. Yeah, no, that's thanks. the best advice I can give you about those guys. Just completely stay away. Not all more worth having. <laughs> all right, totally agree. And that will take us to uh, Ravens and Cardinals now. Uh, Brandon Stevens, nice little bounce back. Uh, Twenty-four point nine points, hundred percent of snaps. On the back of an interception, Kyle Hamilton back up top. Like to see that 22 points, 100% of snaps, nine solos, one assist, and a TFL and a pass defended. This is what we want from Kyle Hamilton. Uh, 
Patrick Queen up there, 21 points, 100% snaps, nine solos, two assists, a TFL. Hey, really nice game from him. Uh, Michael Pierce, the Ravens defensive tackle, played 60% of snaps, comes away with a sack uh, and a lot of other uh, filling up the stat sheet here for 20 points. Now, this will be his best game of the year. I wouldn't go chasing that at all. Mm -hmm. uh, Justin Bottepuke is the guy. Now, although he only played 58% this week, not totally sure why, but gets another sack from Bottepuke. That's the guy you want. Um, yeah, Pierce won't keep that up. Roquan, ho-hum, 19 points, 100% of the snaps. All tackles this week, nothing else. But, hey, uh, 11 total tackles, eight of them solo. Can't really sneeze at that. Uh, Kaiser White, you know, another strong game, 17 points on 100% of snaps. Seven solos, two assists, and a TFL. Love to see that. Geno Stone continuing to rely on the big play. Uh, did play 100% of snaps in relief of Marcus Williams. And, doing Marcus Williams things with it. So just three solos, one assist, but got the interception and the pass defended to, to give you 15.1 points. Uh, the, the Cardinals safeties, uh, Jalen Thompson's back for 13 points on 98% of staffs. Buda Baker, second game in a row, a good enough fantasy performance, uh, 11 points, and played 100% of snaps. We see B.J. Ojolari uh, come up for a sack on 38% of snaps. It's a different guy every week for the Cardinals, so you're not chasing that. Uh, Zayvon Collins, no sack, um, but eight points on 65% of snaps. Like, I'm done with him. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than yeah, that, I'm with it's it. a, it, uh, impressive for Marlon Humphrey to play 100% of snaps and record no stats. So <laughs> that's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> league so uh who do you got on this one uh i owe everybody an apology for kyle hamilton i have been bashing him for a while now this is <laughs> two, two straight <laughs> solid games so uh yay y'all won um he kind of deserved it though yeah he, he did terrible at the start i mean not terrible he just wasn't good enough to justify where he was being drafted yeah uh, was my biggest problem uh, Justin Metabuke had another sack called back from penalty, oh. so so he is sitting at six and a half right now, Damn. and uh, it's under the radar. I mean, yeah, we've mentioned how well he's doing, but it's still going overlooked in a lot of leagues. He's doing really well. Yeah. Uh, and yes. for those of you listening, I believe it was Kyle Hamilton that calls that penalty that brought that sack back. <laughs> now, there we go. Figures. Thanks a lot, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Jerk. Uh, another solid game for Kessler White. We were expecting yeah. that. It was, you know, a pretty good matchup. I'm all in um, pretty much every week. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's been a, a great find late in the draft. He was not going very high at all if he was being drafted. BG <laughs> uh, Ujilari getting a sack. That's cool. Um, I like it. Yeah, can't trust any of them, but that's cool. We got nope. it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, the studs were doing stud stuff. Um, nothing too crazy here. Yeah, I mean, Dante's still the defensive tackle for the Cardinals, one and a half sacks, but 49% of snaps. I'm 
I'm not chasing that production. You know what I mean? Uh, Unless I'm totally desperate. (laughs) All right. I can't even imagine the size of the league. You would have to get Dante Stills. Right. At 49% of snaps. Oh my gosh. I would like to be in that league though. That sounds uh, (laughs) sounds like quite a challenge. Uh, All right. That'll take us to the Chiefs and the Broncos upset of the week. But boy, do I have some guys that I love seeing up top here and some guys I hate seeing up top here. (laughs) I got George Karlathis. I love seeing up top here. 28 points, 73% of sacks, two and a half sacks uh, to go with four solos, three assists, a TFL, three QB hits, and he forced a fumble. Just a monster breakout game. Probably on most people's benches, unfortunately, for it. So uh, that's frustrating. But we're going to hope that he continues that momentum here going forward with, uh, uh, you know, with uh, the Chiefs, you know, taking this loss here. Um, There's Drew stinking tranquil, 99% of snaps, 27 points. He, of course, gets home for a sack. It's fine. I With Bolton out, I can swallow it a little bit easily. Uh, more easily, but I just, you know, I was baiting him um, most in most like, leagues because. Yeah, he, he's like the only thing I got right in the start and sit show this past <laughs> Sunday where I was like, I would not be scared to ship him out, like to, to start him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would yeah. because we've seen him do this. Uh, and with, yeah. you know, bolting out for a while, I, I would have no problem firing him up. Here we go. Yeah. Everything else I think I missed, but yeah, I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Uh, Jaquan McMillan, the Denver slot corner, 24 and a half points, 95% uh, on the back of an interception mostly. Uh, here's a guy who I have to eat some crow on. Baron freaking Browning up here. 59% of sass played, uh, two sacks. Against Patrick Mahomes, too, of all people, right? Like, that just tells you this is why I'm going to double down. This was a total fluke. Don't chase it. He stinks. This was a weird game. I mean, when you have some of these guys, I mean, as much as I like George Karlaftis, he hasn't been doing great all year. He's up top here. You know, kind of a fluky game here with the weather and Mahomes being sick and whatnot. So I'm going to continue to fade Baron freaking Browning. Um, you know, 59% of staffs is fine. Cooper and Benito technically played more. They just didn't get the sacks this week. Um, or Cooper got half of a sack. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Do you have takes on on that whole group between Browning, Cooper, and Benito? I hate it because uh, yeah, I was riding <laughs> Cooper and Benito for so long because yeah. we could pick them up and plug them in. I mean, Benito yeah. got four quarterback hits, so, I mean, he was right there too. And uh-huh. looking at this split, I mean, 59%, 52%, 61%. It's a three-man rotation right now. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a different guy every week. Every um, week. I- it's going to piss us <laughs> off. If anybody's victory lapping, Baron freaking Browning, I think that's uh, a <laughs> joke. Uh, yeah, no thanks. Um, Benito had the most pressures in this one, nine to Browning six and Cooper's four. So he had the most pressures. Uh, like you said, the QB hits, like uh, PFF only scored him for three. Um, but, yeah, it just doesn't get the sacks in, in this one. So, 
Um, that's how it goes with these edge rushers. So I'm still give me Nick Benito, you know, rest of season if, if we're gonna have that conversation, because you know, screw Baron freaking Browning. Um <laughs> now, guy I do like seeing up here, my guy Leo Chanal. 23 points on 69%. Nice of snaps, six solos, four assists, two TFLs. He got home for a sack. Uh, QB hit as well. Willie Gay did go down in this one. Uh, not that I'm celebrating injury, but man, if it gives my guy Leo Chanel some opportunity here, I'm really happy for it because I'm a big fan. I would have rather see Tranquil go down um, and have it be Gay and Chanel. Uh, taking over, but uh, it just kind of broke this way. So uh, Leo Chanel, you know, you can you can go grab Baron Browning. I mean, he's in this rotation. It's pretty even. I just think, you know, it's going to flip-flop every single week. But I want to go get Chanel. I want to go uh, get Benito, Cooper, Browning, uh, Karlaftis. You can take a shot on. But again, these are spike weeks for them. You're not going to mm-hmm. see this production on a, on a consistent basis, unfortunately. Um, yeah, the Denver studs, as far as Justin Simmons, Alex Singleton, Josie Jewell, all kind of did their thing. Jewell, just three solos and two assists, but did, uh, help with a pass defended and a forced fumble. Uh, Singleton, seven total tackles, uh, six solo with a TFL and a pass defended. And Justin Simmons, uh, came away, I believe with an interception. Yes. Uh, although just two tackles, so that's kind of scary. Um, Zach Allen had a decent enough game, 11 points, 80% of snaps, got a half of a sack in this one, so that kind of helped save his day. Charles Amenehue got half of a sack on 54%, so someone else to pay attention to in your really, really deep leagues if you you need a Hail Mary play. He'll be a weekly kind of Hail Mary play going forward. Um, It was a Trent McDuffie game over LeJarius Sneed, but both played a significant amount of snaps. Uh, Sneed at 100, McDuffie at 94%. So um, that's they're going to continue to flip-flop as well. So uh, PJ Locke is the Kareem Jackson replacement. We called that out in the written content. Plays 100% snaps. Not much production this week, but if you're really desperate and you need a 100% snap guy, he is someone you can look towards. So I'll go to you on anyone you want to talk about here. Yeah, so your guy, uh, Chanel there, the only problem yeah. with him is I think he'll be limited to about those yeah. uh, snap numbers because he is more of a downhill thumper. Uh, right. I don't think they'll, they'll trust him that much in the in the passing game. So right. I would assume if Willie Gay misses some time, we could expect around you know, 70 75% playing time for him, uh, which is still good enough because he has a nose for tackles. Yeah. So, and. And they're sending him after the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got that stack this is, weird, this is a weird game where it uh, was. looks like a lot of blitzing on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, what still bothers me the most out of all this is Josie Jewell and Alex Singleton swapping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the right move. But yeah. it's not the one I wanted. <laughs> I know. I know. Yep. It's it's a frustrating one with that one. Mm-hmm. I got maybe Jules just not at hundred percent health yet, and they're and they're just keep continue to 
to take it slower with him um, because they want it, him on the field at least, um, and they don't want to push him and lose him. So I can see that. And back to the Chanel thing, yeah, I think you could see uh, we were probably going to see a lot more of the three safety look then um, in replacement and not necessarily a third uh, or backup linebacker to Chanel. So we'll probably see Mike Edwards ramp up that playing time in addition to Justin Reed and Brian Cook there. Um, right. That would be that would be our prediction, I think, here. So uh, Chris Jones, a kind of a stinker with no sack, but, you know, you kind of just got to live with that. Um, the bad with the good there. Um, just another weird rivalry game. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's all. Uh, it, it, just, it always happens like this. Division yep. game. Something weird happens with everybody. Uh, these are the weeks you just have to ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Dana came home with a sack on one of his lowest snap counts of the year. So that is interesting. Um, let's let's hope that that's not a trend. Uh, we want to see him. He was playing like 80, 90% of snaps. So uh, maybe just with the weird weather and, you know, rotation going on. And this was a Carlathis game. So he had the hot hand. All right. Um, um, yeah, Fabian Moreau is one I would stream. Uh, I think. Oh yeah, look at like that. Hundred percent uh, snaps. Yeah. I've heard of him more than I have the McMillan guy, so <laughs> that's why I, I point him out. I yeah. Do think. Let's see. So McMillan's the slot guy, so okay. that's why he and he that's what these slot guys do when they're not like deployed as pass rushers and they're not. The most talented guys, they have these lumpy production games, which McMillan had disappeared definitely last week, maybe for two weeks in a row, had some kind of down games. And slot corners, depending on who they're playing, their snap counts are going to vary too. But you're right. Baby Monroe was basically a full-time boundary corner guy to go along with Sertain. Um, So that's why he had a nice little game there. And that, you know, in the in this Denver defense could be a, a safer role than McMillan. So McMillan's your ceiling Hail Mary right. play. Moreau might be your safer floor play, depending on what uh what you need um going forward there. So all right, the Bengals and the 49ers, kind of a surpriser here uh, from the actual game. The the Bengals, I guess, sort of upset here. Uh, so Logan, it's a Logan Wilson game, 31.6 points for nine solos, two assists. He got the interception and two pass defended, of course, played 100% snaps. Uh, Isaiah Oliver, the slot corner, had a really nice game, 28 points on 87% of snaps. Same thing when we just talked about, though. You know, they they are going to have these games. I wouldn't necessarily chase it, though, if they're not a slot corner who is, you know, has these dedicated roles, um, you know, as far as, like, using them in other ways. So this just kind of happened where things bounced his way. Uh, Seven solos, three assists, two TFLs a pass defended and recovered a fumble. I think he might've scooped and scored that, but I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. Um, but anyway, it was a really nice game. Um, but again, probably not chasing it. Fred Warner with 19 points, hundred percent of snaps doing, you know, typical Fred Warner things. Uh, Talano Hufanga at 18 points, hundred percent on a really nice tackle game, which doesn't happen too often with him. So eight solos, two assists and nothing else. Usually we're completely flipped there with lower tackles and filled up in the splash play department. So interesting, uh, you know, game for him there. 
Uh, Ark Armstead gets two sacks on 76% of sacks. Would have been nice to spread that out to Nick Bosa a little bit, although uh, Bosa did have half a sack, but like nothing else. So really getting, you know, frustrated, close to panic time. We kept saying, like, you got to keep throwing them out there. The QB hits were there. Um, but what are you doing with Bosa here, man? <laughs> uh I actually got lucky and uh, did not or do not have any shares of him this year. Um, nice. A lot of people took him uh, where they should have, and I was hoping he would drop. I'm not one yeah. that goes after edge rushers early in the draft. Uh, I like to load up my linebackers. I mean, that's that's how it's been for me for 20 years, uh, and it still pays off. But Understandable. I would be panicking, yes. This is uh, – yeah. This is not – I don't know what the deal is because he's getting the pressures. Uh, in fact, I think he, he leads in pressures in, in the whole league. But he is just not hitting home, and I don't know why. 100% of snaps in this one. He, like, doesn't do that. That's like Max Crosby and no right. production to go with it with a half of a sack. Like, thank God. Um, but had he not gotten that, <laughs> right. this would have been a – even more of it does. So, yeah, it's panic button time, um, which here at the IDP Plus Podcast, we specialize in helping guys get back on track when we uh, call them busts or say time to panic. We've done it for Kyle Hamilton. I did it last week for Derwin James. He'll be on this last game here. Had a nice bounce back game. So, Nick Bosa, you stink. You're a bust. You're benched. And everybody, you're welcome. Do not bench him because he's now going to go off for like three sacks next game if they're not on by. I'm not sure. But nice. um, so, yes, I will give it the Steve Mush touch here and say that Nick Bosa is a bust. Nick Bosa, it is panic time and that you stink, Nick Bosa. So, everybody, they, they are on a buy. They're well, on a buy. Yeah. Just save it. Wait for it for week 10. Don't worry. It's coming. So all of my Nick Bosa uh, fellow managers, you're welcome. Uh, fire him back up in week 10 and reap the monster game that is inevitably coming because he says that he stinks, much like Baron Browning, right? Uh, you know, if he can give us a 20.2 sack game, then why the hell can't Nick Bosa when I am going to criticize him here and say that he stinks? <laughs> but maybe it has to be genuine. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I do <laughs> think Barry Browning stinks. I, I know that Nick Bosa doesn't stink. I just don't know what's going on with him. So, um, Drake Greenlaw got banged up in this one, 95% of snaps, but dealing with a shoulder sprain, I believe. So that doesn't sound very good. So fire up your Oren Burks potentially. Now he does have, like you just said, the bye week to hopefully uh, get right there. But, you know, monitor that going into your week 10 games uh, or grab Oren Burks if you're, if you're really worried about uh, not having Dre Greenlaw in week 10. So uh, Trey Hendrickson comes away with a sack and almost nothing else to save his game. Um, Jermaine Pratt has a nice game, saved it with an interception. Uh, Deshaun Gibson had a really nice tackling game, six solos, two assists, and a TFL. So uh, Sam Hubbard, 17 points on 83% of snaps, also got a sack in this one. So Hubbard, not usually a sack guy, uh, comes away with one here. So um, Cleveland Farrell, half of a sack and five assists <laughs> with nothing, uh, no solos. Uh, two QB hits and forced a fumble. So that's interesting to see the former first rounder 
making some noise on this one. Um, Jordan Battle played 31% of snaps, so possibly sharing some time here again with Nick Scott, uh, down to just 66%. So we called that out a few weeks ago. Didn't really come to fruition. Maybe they're trying it again uh, after the bye week here. So um, keep your eyes on that. But we said Nick Scott at this point, you don't need to bother with. Just keep your eyes on Jordan Battle. And if you want to stash a guy with, you know, some good upside, then he might he might be a good player, uh, Jordan Battle, to do that with. So um, I'll turn it over to you. Who do you want to talk about? I think you pretty much nailed it. We, <laughs> we hit we hit Nick Bosa just being the disappointment yeah, there. That's um, the one. That's it's it's really really frustrating. Yeah. Um, nobody at the I bottom don't, really. I don't think uh, I would rush out for Oren Burks because I don't expect Greenlaw yeah. to to miss any time, okay. especially with the bye week. Uh, True. My understanding is that he sh- should be back, but if you need that. Safety blanket, safety mm-hmm. net. Go ahead. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Cam Taylor, Cam still still doing yeah. solid up there. He's Hell probably yeah. one of the best corners out there right now, as far as consistency. Dax Hill, yeah. a little bit of a little bit of a downer. Um, yeah, still playing a hundred percent of snaps. Yep. The yeah. linebackers just ate everything up in this one. I think the 49ers weren't really right. able to move the ball they, all that well <laughs> they they need a, a quarterback with an arm i think they're starting to look like oh, uh, they're starting to look like the saints out here just yeah not getting it done deep so <laughs> um yeah call that me 49ers fans uh, <laughs> i don't disagree <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's not looking good for him right now now nah, i think that that pretty much covers this game yeah, not a whole right here. All right, last one of the night, the Bears and the Chargers. Um, Tremaine Edmonds did go down with a knee injury in this one. We talked about it at the beginning of the show. Jack Sanborn is obviously a replacement. The Cinderella story continues for Sanborn. Uh, stinks that it's at the expense of Tremaine Edmonds uh, because Sanborn had a really nice game here. On uh, just 46% of staffs, he had seven solos and one assist. So, He's the guy that all the IDP has talk about, like that you can punt linebacker uh, because you can get guys like Sanborn here. So uh, definitely a guy to go grab off waivers for sure. But TJ Edwards continues the monster season. 29 points on 93% of staffs, nine solos, four assists, two TFLs, two QB hits, and a fumble recovery. Really nice game. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson also having a very nice year, playing 99% of snaps. Uh, that's got to be 10 solos, yeah. two assists. Yeah, 10 solos, two assists. Nothing else, but hey, for a corner, having all those tackles, I'll take it. Um, Eric Hendricks bounces back with a nice game. Just 79% of snaps, though, so keep your eyes out. You know, might want to temper expectations there if he's not at full health yet. Uh, nine solos, one assist. And a pass defended. Here's Derwin James finally with a nice little game here. Although 82% of snaps, that's kind of strange. Uh, 17.6 points, uh, four solos, one assist. Gets the interception on with the pass defended. Uh, Sunday Samuel, 17.5 points on 86%. Kenneth Murray there, 17 points on 82%. So not sure why. I guess maybe uh, they 
poll? <laughs> Did they poll people? Like, I'm not sure why. Uh, the Chargers were only in the 80s here. Yeah, they, they did. They did. Okay. Uh, so the game about, was in hand. I didn't catch yeah. most. Uh, this game kind of didn't really do much for me. <laughs> uh, Chargers came out hot, lit it up, and then uh, yeah. sometime about mid-early of the fourth quarter, they started pulling guys. Gotcha. So, yeah, it looks like Murray and Kendricks could be very solid uh, linebacker starts going forward. Bosa bounces back. Joey Bosa bounces back with a sack in this one. Um, Justin Jones continues to be a pretty darn solid uh, defensive tackle with 11 points on 61% of snaps there. So uh, he, he's he's always a streaming option if, if you need a Hail Mary there. Um, and then it really kind of dies off. Uh Dean Marlowe went down to 24% of stats, but still had three solos and two assists. Not bad for 24%. Because um, I believe did Alohi Gilman return? Yes. Where did he just have no production? Yeah. So Gilman returns to 98% of stats, but only a pass dependent, nothing else. Now that's a little bit of the Chicago uh, ineptitude on offense there to, to give that one, but it looks like. Gilman is in fact back and you can normally continue to fire him up with uh, the usual confidence. Yeah. Cool. Mac did nothing on 61% of snaps. Um, neither did my guy Tuli, uh, Tui Pelotu, the rookie, uh, just two points on 55% of snaps. So uh, a lot of, a lot of top heavy production here and not a whole lot else. So yeah, I'll leave it if you want to touch on anyone. I was expecting more sacks uh, from the Chargers in this because of the Bears' offensive line. So Bosa only getting one. I thought for sure Tui Pelotu would get one. Khalil Mackwood might be back there. A uh, bit surprised in that. So uh, that's probably the biggest thing I see out of this. I know we've had a lot of people in the in the chats with Derwin James panicking, yeah. worried why he's not just completely going off. Well, I mean, He's a, he's a defensive back. That's what they do. Yeah. They they don't always uh, go off. So, got saved by the interception here. It's not a great offense he played. So, no. that's probably the biggest thing here is when you're going up against a bad offense, bad team, especially one that isn't pushing down the field, it's harder to get the safeties involved. So mm-hmm. That's something to remember in some of these matchups. Absolutely. Um, Elijah Hicks, 100% again. Just He just isn't worth starting. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting played. Um, oh, yeah. In this bit. one, um, Brisker was out Brisker, and yeah. might might miss multiple weeks. So, I don't know. It's Hicks. Okay. It's going to be Hicks and who else? But, I mean, Eddie Jackson still banged up, I guess. Like, who's, who I'm else looking for, do they have? See another <laughs> Safety on here, like a <laughs> who else played? I don't see anybody. Else. Oh, Deron Harmon. I mean, oh, that's who it was. Okay, Deron, what a name! Yuck, that <laughs> is Lakers complete Lakers desperation. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write that Sheesh. down for my desperate stack here. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, you can avoid that situation altogether. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jack Sanborn is probably the big guy to go with. Yeah. Tyler Gordon, a bit disappointing. This should have been a pretty good matchup, but Tyreek Stevenson looks like he got all the targets. 
being the rookie. Maybe they just went after him more this week. Yeah. Uh, so that could be something that uh, hinders his production this year. That's it for me. All right. So, yeah, Brisker kind of stinks that, that we're missing him here. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, that brings it to that. So, I mean, the big names, right, for as far as, like, guys we're targeting to, to pay attention to, I guess our Jack Sanborn is is, is probably one of the biggest ones because um, Tremaine Edmonds is going to miss time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sanborn, um, I'm trying to think of who else we talked about that. Is big. I mean, Jermaine Johnson, if he's available, uh, the breakout continues. Um, uh, Jack Gibbons had a really solid game again as LB2. Uh, you know, despite the you know, lesser snap count, he's still being extremely productive. So he's a really nice, like, yeah. guy that still is available out there. <laughs> he's been solid all year, and the Titans get quite a bit of defensive run. So they're He's getting it done. Yeah. Definitely got to right. get. All right. Well, keep your eyes peeled for the written content. So we've got uh, the article will be updated uh, throughout the day tomorrow as far as um, written analysis for uh, our takeaways and the and the waiver wire suggestions. Your chart charts should be available, uh, you know, as soon as you're getting that morning coffee and everything like that. So uh, everything you've seen or listened to here uh, will be up for tomorrow. Uh, and then look forward to the Start Sit uh, article on Thursday there, Thursday and Friday. Uh, we're always updating and uh, checking the matchups and things like that. So again, uh, that stuff, you know, as fun as this is and as helpful as I think this could be, uh, the you know the written content is really what you need to uh, dive into to help you win your leagues here. So again, if you're looking to be a subscriber and have access to that content, uh, we've got the promo code IDP plus plus sign uh, pod ten percent off uh, any level of membership. Uh, along with that, we're going to leave you with our awesome jingle here for Trophy Smack, our other uh, sponsor here. If you want freaking amazing trophies cool ass wrestling belts or championship rings with a host of other things that they do they do toilet seats for your toilet champions like they do so much cool fun stuff over there uh to just bring a whole new uh, perspective to your league and reinvigorate it with these trophies and these championship belts so uh over at trophy smack so go check that out uh sean what's your uh x twitter handle again yeah, Sean8386. All right. Big Sean, go follow him. Uh, he does stuff here with us at IDP, guys. Does stuff with IDP Nation. Do you help out anywhere else? That's pretty much it. Okay. So, yeah, IDP Nation. Up all stuff. <laughs> Big Hollywood. And Sean does amazing work um, in the written content there. Very lucky to have him as part of the team here on IDP, guys. A converted subscriber. So, hey. When you use that IDP plus pod and you're into this stuff and you want to see, you want to join us here on camera, you want to see your name uh, up, uh, written articles, contributing to help other people win their leagues. We've had a number of people transition from subscribers to helping us out and doing content with us there over at the IDP guys. So that's another really cool thing about this company uh, that that I really like. So um, I am Dicey Santa uh, signing off. 
We'll see you next week. And thanks for listening. For a prize for my new league, a belt or a ring or a nice trophy. My IDP guys went and had my back. The best swag online for champs is found on Trophy Smack. R-I-N-G, that spells ring. TrophySmack.com has the bling. Good, so good, I have to sing. Go and check them out, they have everything. I can show that I'm the master of Minecraft. I'm a champion in fantasy and I won't let you forget that. R-I-N-G, that spells ring. TrophySmack.com has the bling. Use promo code IDPGUYS at checkout for a free ring on trophysmack.com.